I'm using these wooden dowels okay. to create these huge wings. I like it. I love how voluminous and yet feminine this looks. I think this should be in an action movie. I think it's really important that when you create something, that it's realistic. You know, you can create a big, great tent and say it's a dress you can fly with. That's ridiculous. Hey, listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a Project Runway love cast. I am Ernest. And I'm Samelia. And I'm Naylan. Yay! Yay! It's the dream three! <laughs> Shriplet powers activate! Yay! <laughs> Welcome back, Samelia and Naylan. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, we are here for a very special edition of what I'll call Avant Pod. Yes, guys. Nice. Early challenger spoiler. So this was the avant-garde episode which is one of our favorites. So it's really great to have us all here together, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, of course, before we go forward, let's just do the rundown. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the workroom for whoever is still there. And on Instagram at the workroom podcast and its messages, react to the shows. And uh, before we go even further, wanted to include a fun follow-up to Naylan's comments on Arena's 2017 sequin find. Because speaking of reaction to the shows, shout out to Don and Judy, who sent us their really, really hilarious sequin experiences. We even got a photo from Marshalls. I mean, just, (laughs) it's just so perfect. We had, I mean, we got a really great laugh out of that off podcast. So yeah, Um, great to um, confirm that, (laughs) that this is a thing. Oh, man. That there are pillows out there. Like, I just, I just, I think I mm-hmm. kind of had to see it to believe it um, that people would actually put this on a pillow. So, and it doesn't feel cuddly at all or something that even you would want to decorate. I guess it would be mostly decoration, probably. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, everyone. So, I, I think we're just going to jump into the episode. Mm-hmm. It's okay That's with that. Good. Yay! Yes. All right. So, um, another thing that's, um, I guess we're just going to jump into. We're going to Broadway <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> we open on Broadway, which Arena calls the Theater District, which I'm just like, that's, I don't even know if New York has what we call a theater district. We just call it Broadway. And they're walking down the street through Times Square, and they end up in the theater that's showing... Um, oh, wait, I guess I should do this in order. They're on the stage. <laughs> and Alyssa Milano pops out of the floor for a bit of mm-hmm. stage magic. And mm-hmm. uh, come to sh- to find out that this is in the theater where they're showing, currently running, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, we have had our Broadway challenges before. So um, just wondering how you guys felt about this is being an introduction to this idea of, of imagination and avant-garde and incorporating this kind of incorporating a little bit of Broadway into this, but not necessarily making costumes. (laughs) Was anyone else kind of confused? That sounds so confusing. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like it's it doesn't. Um, you know, uh, we don't hear from uh, the designer of the costumes for uh, for Willy Wonka, who could potentially give us some um, notes on how to bring imagination to life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we have some sort of a weird endorsement that we have to cram onto one of the categories of the of the challenges. Yeah. We're not quite sure what that is. I mean, so let's get into the challenge. We uh, the so Alyssa, you know, jumps out and is like, "Oh my God, Willy Wonka, imagination!" And she welcomes the guy who's currently playing Willy Wonka, two-time Emmy Award. I'm sorry, Tony Award. Whoops, mm-hmm. Tony Award-winning um, uh, Broadway actor Christian Borel. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of Christian Borel before, which is fine. Um, but he comes out and I'm, it's, it's, it took a really long time for the Chiron to come up under his name because I was like, how do you spell Borel? I've got to write this down for the notes. I don't know who this person is. <laughs> and then, um, so he, he gave, you know, what I'll call a very hish hish description of Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. And so he gives this really, I don't know. He just sounded very, um excited to be there mm-hmm. <laughs> did anyone else get that from that that he was just kind of like kind Acting. of phoning this in oh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it just didn't feel as if he really wanted to be there <laughs> i mean it does feel like this is a real yeah it 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 seemed like an, an a moment that was as confusing for him as it was for every, anybody else yeah yeah, yeah. um and so we can get into the more confusing parts because yeah. the challenge ends up confusing the designers. The, the what do you? Ch- oh, go I, ahead. I was just going to ask, like, what do you guys think about those movies? I mean, are, were they like important for you or not? Or I, you know, I was going to ask you guys about that as well because they, you know, the history goes into how Raul Dahl wrote the book that. And I was going to say these two iconic movies have been based off of, but really one to me is iconic with Gene Wilder. That's the only mm-hmm. one I've seen. Mm-hmm. That um, one is one of my all-time favorite mo- movies as a kid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm like okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I I thought I th- I think that was the first time I ever saw a movie where. Um, in real life, you know, based off of, uh, you know, in fairy tales, which are, they kind of have this um, sinister feel. This is the first one where the child, where I realize the children are terrible. They're really horrible. And then there are consequences for all their actions. And then, you know, it's not until you get really that much older that you realize that all those kids probably died. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of kids died in that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happens on the Broadway play. I'm not really sure if they... It, if, if they, they if, if they keep up with that or not, but yeah. I kind of hope they do. Um, yeah, it just kind of, it just kind of glosses over all of that, all of that stuff. Yeah. I guess you do mm-hmm. see a sequence. I can't remember if that happens in... Uh, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, if you get the um, shot 
at the end of the of the sort of disgruntled bad kids walking out of walking out of the uh, factory. I know that you do in the in the Tim Burton version. Okay. So it's but, like they all you you see them walking away. So at the end of the movie, they're definitely still on Earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, definitely in the, in the first one, no, those kids are gone. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's a good point because there are so many different things that uh you could draw from this actual story that has a lot to do with innovation and imagination, Mm -hmm. especially in terms of storytelling and storytelling with children. But, you know, I guess you just don't want to get that deep. And, um, but they got deep enough to focus on the, well, actually that's not deep at all to focus on the chocolate, but then they go right past that as well. Right. So there's not a lot of chocolate. um, There's not a lot of candy um, period, but Mm -hmm. there is this concept of of imagination, which you can very easily put onto an idea of whatever you think avant garde means, right? Well, they go mm-hmm. they go to this thing of you're supposed to have an invention, right? Like that, like so they say, like okay, so your your outfit has to have like an invention, mm-hmm. and this is the avant garde challenge, and it has to be practical, <laughs> yeah, and it has to be surprising, yeah. And functional, yeah, and powerful. It's just yeah. like and, spar- and, and spark never joy. seen before in fashion. Yes. yes. So yeah, yeah. By the way, shout out to Olinda Rodriguez, who in his essay "L'artiste, le savant et l'industriel" um, from eighteen twenty-five first posited the use of the term avant-garde. How many years have you been waiting to put that in I mean, what you that is a polite way of you saying to me that my Wikipedia is showing. But Oh, oh you just outed yourself, Nalan. I would never think that you were Wikipediaing this on the fly. I would think that this is just something that you just have always known. <laughs> you are a scholar. <laughs> yes, indeed. So I was like, wow. okay, here's another just like nugget that's just in Nalan's head that he's been just yeah. waiting for it to call out. I just <laughs> yeah. So so since 1825, we've had this concept knocking around. And okay. Great to bring up that year because you know it's uh, it's been a while. <laughs> Avant garde has been around for so long, and so many people have been trying to figure out so many different ways to explain what this actually is, or to mm-hmm. you know, um, but it yeah, but but you know the irony, I guess it's such a forward thinking concept, and it's something that's very much steeped in. It's not ancient history, but it's, it's been around for a really long time. Yeah. Um, okay. So so the, the nitty gritty of this challenge, we've already mostly gone over. They get one day and $250. Um, but there is a catch uh, through after Alyssa and Christian Borle do their acting exercise on stage. Um, pretty sure Alyssa has also been in theater. Um, notebooks magically appear. Oh, wait, can we say something about that? Oh, sure. Yeah. There's, um, um, uh, he, 
uh, you know, hands her his staff, tells her to strike it on the floor. She does. Notebooks appear, and she goes, due to television magic. Mm-hmm. And he corrects her and goes, no, due to stage magic. And I was like, <laughs> Alyssa, you were on goddamn Charmed. <laughs> You're like a full-on bonafide witch. Like, you should just I, turn around. I know. It's like, yeah. actually. <laughs> I have leftover powers from that show I used to be on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For years. I mean... Yeah, yeah. It, it it was oh god. I don't think I don't I I think the corniness has hit its zenith. It's just mm-hmm. like this is like it was hard. It was hard to watch, I would say personally mm-hmm. for this segment, especially because Christian Borl is such a oh man, he's just dragging it along. Oh. Um so he, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, he doesn't want to make me go see Charlie and Chocolate Factory on <laughs> yeah. Broadway, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure that he belts it out. I'm sure that like, yeah, because you don't, he very much has that look of somebody who is always going to like knock it out of the park on, you know, on, on stage, but it's his look does not translate to like TV or like he would get like character actor parts in TVs in, in TV and movies, Hmm. but like, but yeah yeah that that makes sense that makes yeah sense i bet he sings and dances great <laughs> did y'all notice the previously recorded blurb that came up like yeah. as they were grabbing their sketchbooks oh yeah talking about oh you know this is going to be available at jcp i just thought that the was corner. Okay, so we all got that. Yes, that's their new thing. Like whenever that announcement happens, mm-hmm. okay, that shows up in the corner. That that uh, yeah, that little titling. All right, yeah, I yeah, I didn't even put that together. I was just like, of course, this was previously recorded. Mm-hmm. We're not looking at this live, but hmm, makes sense. It's interesting that they would kind of put that in there and not edit that out. Um, yeah. You know, some work was yeah. done. It's got to be. It's got to be contractual. Yeah, probably. Probably. All right. Okay. So we have our notebooks mm-hmm. magically appear through um, the witchcraft of stage and and TV magic, mm-hmm. and um, there is also like a tiers of chocolate bars. So in the spirit of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, one of these bars has a golden ticket in it. And whoever gets that ticket gets an extra $100. Um, who gets the extra $100? Bedell. Bedell. By, through the Canadian superpower of politeness. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I am just going to let these other children battle it out. <laughs> and I love how he was like, well, actually, 
I'm Charlie. <laughs> I was the last one, you know, like yeah. I was just also in, in in a bed with my grandmama and grandpapa, you know, who are probably, you know, suffering from polio somewhere right now. Mm-hmm. And I got the last one and it's the golden ticket. It's like, great, you know, especially since y'all know that he can do a lot with a little. So yes. he mm-hmm. gets the bigger budget this week. Um, so he gets 350 it's mm-hmm. still like a, a one day, which I was like, okay, great. One day for an avant-garde challenge. How good are these things going to be? Mm-hmm. But don't they normally get one day? Not for avant-garde. They really? usually get okay. two. Yeah. Remember. yeah. They usually get two. And then sometimes there's a, there's a twist, which is really unfair, where they have to make a commercial pair. Remember? Mm-hmm. But, um, but usually they get a couple of days. But this is mm-hmm. um, the global edition of All Stars. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's what we're doing. So it's time to sketch. And they get to sketch in the theater. Right. And we get to see a little bit of some people's, you know, what they're doing. And, um, you know, the first person we kind of fall on is is Anthony Ryan, who I could tell from a sketchbook, the first thing he wrote was a question mark. Because mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> 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 you know, and just words. I don't think there was anything drawn. Just words. Mm-hmm. Free associating. And, you know, we have Bedell and Arena on stage. But um let's let's uh anyway, any anything to say about this time? About sketching time? Yeah, about sketch time. I mean, you know, Irina does the heavy lifting of saying like, oh, the avant-garde is so fantastic because it means you can go really wild. Um, and then you get to see her sketch and she's kind of like, it would be fantastic to have this gown and have it turn into this like Da Vinci flying machine and you yeah. can fly away. And it's like, okay, that would be great, but I'm going to pull out my little art history, like, you know, um, Anglital like attitude and say, um, uh, actually the Da Vinci thing that you're thinking of is the Vitruvian man. Like yeah. all of all, all of his flying machines were never designed like that. Like he sort of designed like a recumbent like helicoptery thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and I was I had a que- I did have a question about that because I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not what that was, even though it's yes. something that she drew out. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a study, but not did did she really think that was a flying machine? Or maybe she was cross Referencing I think something. she just I had him cross in her mind. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. That makes more yeah. sense to me too. I mean, yeah, her sketch seems like it will have presence, but I'm like, I don't know. She's talking about wooden dowels, you know, mm-hmm. arms like that sounds heavy. How long are those going to have to be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No way that could go wrong. I mean, yeah. I was excited exactly. to hear that she was going to incorporate some type of like, you know, wood in there. But also I just kind of like this idea of solving this problem of how are you going to construct something that's sort of close to like a longer wingspan Mm -hmm. and that it wasn't just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just love the idea that she was going to use wood, make her model walk down the runway (laughs) holding like wood underneath her cloak. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. Yeah. Um, so we we also hear a little bit from from Django. He's making 
or seems to be sketching out like an oversized Willy Wonka outfit mm-hmm. and a big hat, which yeah. I which I thought was a little bit questionable. And also just also, I don't know, just kind of highlighting how difficult this challenge was presented to them, because I, I think he saw the guy. He saw Christian Borle and was like, OK, <laughs> that outfit. I'm just going to exaggerate it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I'm yeah. I'm not sure what his invention is really. Django's. No, no, there was no invention. <laughs> okay. Definitely wasn't. Uh, yeah. All right. Ready for mood? Let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to mood. Um, I really didn't write that much about mood this time. Only that the designers were kind of mushed together in the tech fabric section, which because I noted where Bedell went. And my first mm-hmm. thought was, is tech fabric expensive? I Maybe. But um, we, we have them all in the neoprenes and, mm-hmm. and the meshes. But other than that, you know, did anything stand out to you guys or anything that was exciting or worrisome? Um. We, you know, we're sort of we're sort of seeing the sketches. Um, Anthony Ryan's going big on um, uh, um, what's it's um, tiger print stuff. Oh, Sean. Oh, zebra print. Sean is. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I still boy. get the two of them. Going. And oh. also, we get like the first installment of what is what what is clearly the new theme, which is salty Dimitri. like dimitri feels so over it in this episode does not have like a good word for anybody oh not not at all especially sean yeah and i i I kind of agree i would have probably kept it to myself i was also it was strange to me that he was doing all this red and zebra red and different types of leathers with this, this ugly treatment yeah. And um, but I just kind of love Dimitri looking down at his fabrics. He's like, I would never make anything out of that. That is just bleh. <laughs> right. Yeah, the fabric is. It's almost like he's stuck on like the zoo challenge or yeah. something. I don't know. It's really <laughs> weird. I mean, I like his concept of interchangeable pieces in the garment, mm-hmm. almost but, like Legos or whatever he said. But I don't. I mean, I don't see that playing out with his fabric choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you do get Sean like clapping back with like, "Lucky you're not making it, then, sweetie." I know. He's like, "Mind your business, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Dimitri. Come on." And you can just say that to Dimitri the whole for the rest of this time. Just mind your business, Dimitri. You just. I know. Dim- Dimitri's being kind of a congo in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've I've never, I'm not familiar with that word, congo. Con- by, by whatever do you mean by that? You know, when somebody's, um, I mean, most people know what it means, right? It's like, it's like when you're, you know, have like a really goaty attitude and you just at, you're just anti everything. You're a Congo. Oh, Congo. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is, that is a brand new word for me. (laughs) I don't believe I've heard that one. Really? I think I'm going to use that a lot more. Congo. Maybe Hmm. it's, maybe it's a New York thing. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing that down, Congo. Um, anything more to say about this time and mood before we move on? No swatch, but that's okay. Swatch's contract least, is clearly like. I mean, as as long as we get to see Swatch 
on Bravo, I'm good. <laughs> I just need to make sure that that Swatch is still around. I yeah. think I think Swatch is saving up energy for what really matters. <laughs> yes, we do get product placement for Lyft, oh, which yeah. go just like. Uh, they got Bedell to do that. It's like, seconds. guys, it's time for our lift. Let's look back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. All right. So let's go back to the workroom. Mm-hmm. And um, in the workroom, we have Michelle essentially introing the rest of the parameters of this freaking challenge. Right. Which, I like, mean, no one could have said this before. Yeah, no. Well, I'm like, wait. Okay, what? so so you guys, what what did they leave out? What did they leave out? That they can source more materials from online. Yeah, so she said like the dollar store. Yeah, where else did she say? Uh, there's an online hardware store of unknown origin. It could be Lowe's. Yeah. It could be Home Depot. We don't know, but a hardware yeah. store that has an online store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Mood Online. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, it was just like this weird, quick thing. And I'm just like, why are we, why are we missing this? Why are you, I was so annoyed mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> because I want to be able to see the materials that they're choosing. And also, might this also be some strange, unconventional materials challenge too? So oh. what's, what's well, happening? They're trying well, to meld too many things. Yeah, I think it's like, okay, do you either, was that a result of kind of like looking around at the designs and going like, eh, none of this is really avant-garde enough. Hmm. So let's add in a twist where you can get more materials. And then it was like, oh, we don't really have time to like fully flesh out the story of this twist. So we'll just say that it's happening. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was like, it's, it's a really weird thing because I could see like doing a version of it that was like, Okay, designers, we really want to challenge you, and it's sort of you're sort of there, but not quite enough. We'll give you another hundred dollars, and you can just order anything from these three sources or something. Yeah. But like to have it kind of like, oh yeah, there's also you can also go shopping at this other place, and yeah. that, that so few people took advantage of that. Yeah, also and, uh, so is weird. kind of weird. Oh, so okay, that's something that I didn't really notice because we know that Anthony Ryan uh, Michelle Mm -hmm. and I think Sean anyone else I mean maybe that's where Sean got his grommets right yeah definitely that's where he got the grommets Um, is that where um, Irina got her um, her wood her her dowels yeah Yeah, probably because you couldn't get that in mood yeah Yeah. I don't know an art store like you could yeah, they, you could get dowels at Blick or something. Never mind. Yeah, I'm not yeah, even, yeah. It's like maybe that it was wasn't Blick. one of the ones on their list. <laughs> but you can get it at the hardware store for sure. Um, man. So yeah, this was like a really gigantic editing trip up and just or a production trip up where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, all right. So here we go again. You know. In bringing in Project Runway history, they have done an avant-garde challenge that was basically an unconventional challenge. They have done mm-hmm. that before. And so if you want to put another twist on that, then I don't know. At this moment, you can't you can't run anything past us. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna catch up on that. <laughs> it's just so annoying. Yeah. They're just randomly throwing stuff in here. Like, okay, another thing that I was very confused about mm-hmm. was how you hear 
Michelle talking about, um, oh, I have a friend whose son has autism, so I really want to create this design that blah, blah, blah. And then you also hear Anthony Ryan saying how he's got friends who are blind. Like, so at this point, I'm like, wait, were they supposed to, like, take some sort of disability and rope that into the avant-garde challenge as well? Or It, it was just an invention, and I think they just the two of them happen to to like focus on people in their lives who so because I thought this was interesting with Anthony Ryan because he's like I've observed how my deaf friends communicate and you know they're bringing out their they use like oh, iPads they have all blind. these things is yeah, deaf or yeah. Blind? Oh, they're deaf they're deaf oh, okay so. yeah and so <laughs> it's kind of like I I I thought they're also on my bracket I thought mm-hmm. those were really thoughtful ideas because they're observing I mean, just think about the ins and outs of, of, of an invention or, or when you think about this idea of an invention or bringing something that is practical but new and all this other stuff and inventive, blah, blah, blah. Think about mm-hmm. how people, you know, a, a problem to solve or something that you can um, improve upon. And I think for, for them, it didn't necessarily have to be like a condition, but I think that they fe- that they both were focusing on conditions of others kind of um to me was two they were two of the most focused concepts out of everybody mm-hmm. and christina because <laughs> i mean it's just a cool idea walking around like a boombox like <laughs> so cool <laughs> um spoiler alert I'm going to be bragging about my bracket. No. So here we go. Um, so, yeah, it does make me think like, well, then why didn't Christina also order right. like some cords or cables from the hardware yeah. store? I mean, it's, it's oh, that it, so cool. You know, it's like this weird, th- like, I don't understand how this other materials thing actually fits into it anyway yeah especially if they're not all required to do it and it's just something that's supplemental so did you right they know beforehand and then spent part of their budget there or is it something that they all you know like level the playing field because Mm -hmm. you know have them all kind of tried and figure out but also why the dollar store right i know it's kind of strange they didn't have enough money to i don't know their (laughs) fabric costs so much yeah it's literally they say a dollar store and a (laughs) lot an electronics store and a building supply store yeah yeah Yeah. i guess oh yeah anyway enough enough of us we will heart more on this yeah okay um but so we, we get to see this online merch thing going on and we get to see a little bit of what everyone has gotten, what they've bought. Mm-hmm. And um, can I point one thing out here? Sure. We have an exchange with um, between Michelle and Dima, Sal- mm-hmm. Salty Dimitri. Yes. Where um, where Michelle goes, you know, we had that avant-garde challenge in our season of all stars demon and mm-hmm. you and you won and i was second place mm-hmm. and and he was like yes yes and she's like well we should do it again we should do it again um only just reverse this time and he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> but i want you to yeah. pay attention to the dress <laughs> that he won the avant-garde challenge with i mean it is <laughs> 
kind of bring this. I mean, oh, it, man. I, I, I think I think it kind of okay. I have so many things to say about this. I think, <laughs> and I can't even start because I have so much to say. But Samelia, what, what what did you think about that? I'm just gonna the I'm just gonna the, the white. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, was it was that avant garde? That was the avant-garde challenge, but we'll talk about it later, and maybe we'll put up a side-by-side, but it's very just, similar to what he made. Well, to what he's been making, like, every challenge. Yes. Yeah, like, with those cutaways, with yeah, the, the, with the levels. Baggy, what'd you call him, Ernest? The Charlie Brown? Oh, yeah, the Charlie Brown cutouts. But that was Thanks, before, when he was just doing straight lines. Now mm-hmm. he's got the zigzags, which is a departure. Yeah. But he's got, and he's so he's got the zigzags, but it's it's in the core, the corrugated fabric that he used. I will I'll <laughs> later. I mean, because in my notes, I I think I think uh, Dimitri and Django are getting on my nerves, and I and mm-hmm. and I you know, like Dimitri and like, Django's just being contrary, and it's it's just being very annoying. And then we have Dimitri who is just side eyeing everyone and just like, ah, I'm the best. <laughs> like, you know, I'm doing the same thing over and over again, but yet no one can tell me anything because I am the best. And yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Very annoying. But yeah, but, yeah I don't, I, I didn't, I really didn't think of Dimitri's past avant-garde dress is very avant-garde uh. no but i also feel like when we look at what he made for this mm-hmm. like so similar it's... in terms of cut and in terms of like the inspiration it's yeah. like the silhouette um the fact that yeah. it is a coat yeah and and also he uh, he, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves, but he shoehorned in something that he always does into mm. what was his invention was like she'll never be hot or cold. Like okay, so right. <laughs> she, she's she will always have you know areas for insulation and it, I'm t- is, mm. I don't have a Belarusian accent down, but it is just it's very convenient and he's really good at at just bsing his way into doing whatever it is that he wants to do, no matter mm. the challenge. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh gosh, yeah, he's very lucky to be here still. Yeah. Um, what about yeah. coming a little bit of a one-trick pony here? Uh, he's been that. He's been that way, and I think thinking about Heidi Klum, um, you know, she's mm. off flitting around somewhere, um, you know, hawking perfectil. That's I, <laughs> I saw it on the subway. That is the Dwayne Reed product that she is now the cover girl for, Perfecto. Mm-hmm. But I think she would have called him out by now. Basically going, we've seen this over and over and over again from you. Mm-hmm. And we would like to see something different. And then thinking about someone like Django, who is annoying. And I think uh, this competition might be might have been grating on his nerves. Who has been doing um, very off and different things and kind of going from week to week experimenting what difference it would be to be in an environment where you're being um, encouraged to explore and not mm-hmm. um, rewarded for 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 throwing out very similar capsule looks mm-hmm. anyway just just saying what kind of environment is being um, uh, fostered yeah at the moment yeah 
And and meanwhile, Django is like completely lost. Oh my goodness! Like we get yeah. to him in the workroom, and he's uh, he just goes off on this thing about like, um, it's not realistic. Yeah, I think yeah, it's well, you want to do this thing, and it does this thing, but that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. And to me, it should be realistic. It's like, okay, since when? <laughs> like since since when? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, yeah, he's throwing the whole, you know, do something that's never been seen in in fashion. He's like throwing all of that out the window. Right. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was thought, I thought a lot about Django during this. Of course, we will see a lot, mm -hmm. of, a lot of Django, but, um, but it's interesting, you, you know, going around the room and, and people asking each other, like, what's your invention? What are you doing? And, you know, we have Christina who's just like, baby, I can listen to music as right. loud as I want, you know, and everyone's sort of going at it. And, and Django really is struggling, who probably is the most conceptual and stereotypically avant-garde mm -hmm. designer in there to begin with. Um, all right, guys. So anything else before Anne stomps her way in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I don't think so. Everybody's yeah. stuff shows up and mm -hmm. gets her carpet um, padding. Right. There's a lot of dowels in the back room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Michelle's carpet thing, which becomes an all out controversy. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, great. We go from Dimitri Gate to Carpet Gate. Can she sew this? I wasn't really worried because I just really, you know, I don't know. I I trust that she's able to to work this out. Yeah. Um. And also, I kind of liked what was happening with the 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 carpet liner or carpet pad, whatever whatever you call it. Um, because who would do that? That was great. Yeah. Yeah, I love the colors. I mean, it, it is a horrible material, though. I mean, you you think that there's a layer on it that is like a an adhesive, mm -hmm. like you think that one side of it is bonded together, but it's yeah. not actually. It's like all those individual flakes are bonded to each other mm. on the edge, and Ooh. so that's the thing that makes it so hard to work with. Man, have you tried to work with carpet padding? Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot in that. Mm hmm. There's a lot there. <laughs> you know, when you are a young sculpture student and you do not have a lot of money and you are like, how can I take up a lot of room with with not a lot of cash? Mm -hmm. And you go to the hardware store, you go to like, you know, it's some industrial store, you buy stuff and sort of figure like, oh, I'll be able to make this work out. Like, yeah, I've definitely tried to do stuff with that material, and mm -hmm. you know, it is tough. It's tough. It's tough to work with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I because I, I, yeah, I, I just have never encountered it. To to me, from far away, it looks like, um, you know, something that you would move with. But when she started, you know, flailing it around, it has this weird drape to it. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's not. I don't know. It just I I I I'm I'm curious to see what it really is like in perfect. I've never seen I've never dealt with carpet pad. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think it's bad. I mean, it's really, it's. I, I think it's a really kind of great material, and it looks like that sort of old-fashioned linoleum. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is literally like the scraps from the foam, like, you know, the, the foam factory, like, all sort of turned into a slurry and glued together, but it just doesn't have any... Like, as soon as you were to sew through it, you would just puncture mm-hmm. everything. Right. It's, yeah. 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 Um, okay. So we have, we have Here Anne. Comes Anne. It's Anne time. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as she comes in the door, everyone gets, everyone sits up really straight. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like this, this is not an edit, where, but everyone on their, their all their faces is kind of like, okay. Here we go. Hey, hey, Miss mm-hmm. Anne. And uh, so Anne has her bob, her statement earrings, and is ready to talk about, like, I think she's ready to grade them on <laughs> their avant-gardeness. Mm-hmm. And so first we have Michelle and her sensory deprivation jacket. Mm-hmm. And Anne really loves the carpet padding. Mm-hmm. And would hate to lose it. <laughs> I thought this was a wonderful interaction mm-hmm. here. And and I was kind of surprised that Anne was like, sure, go for this. Just just go for this. This this, you know, this raw fabric. Don't cover it up with anything else. Or raw material, don't cover up with fabric. Um, don't and I think in a way she was trying to steer her away or steer Michelle away from her crazy um so far. Just a unsuccessful conglomeration of different types of um, prints. <laughs> oh, what, yeah. is that what she actually chose in mood? That other material was so ugly. It has. Why? It, it has mustard in it. Oh gosh. <laughs> which I'm like which, this whole which time I'm generously like, doesn't comment on. Oh. The whole time I'm thinking this was like some leftover scrap from a previous <laughs> something that she found mm-hmm. under someone's table. Oh gosh! Yeah, it looked it, it was it, it looked like you know plaid to me, um, but something very quote unquote serious. And in a way, I don't know. It it was maybe it's just me, and I'm and I'm looking out for these Dimitri things. But it kind of had <laughs> it looked kind of like Dimitri's coat underneath it but just mm. in that plaid um fabric i was a little worried when i saw that mm. and then to see what she would line it with which is another you know serious tech black fabric that she'd gotten i think um but also how you know Anne asks her so what does avant-garde mean to you and then you know michelle's like oh you get to be playful and um i think this was a good way of steering her back towards the playfulness Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, next we have Cynthia. Yes. Yeah. Any any thoughts on her concept and her idea? I mean, armor. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not not very new. No. Yeah. No. And it, yeah, it's really hard to, I mean, after, I always think about that, like, is a Miyake, um, uh, plastic bustier, mm. like that. I think there's a famous picture of, of Grace Jones wearing it. I mean, yeah, 
like like a designer like that taking on armor it's you know yeah it was it was uh okay also what did you think about Anne's reaction to this because she brings up how you know this is a metaphor Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily avant-garde right so she and so what she can make it as well what can be avant-garde about it is the shape that she needs to mm-hmm. really focus on that shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which again, I thought was extremely helpful of Anne. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think she's so far. She's, she's batting a thousand mm-hmm. in my book. Um, yeah. And then next we have Christina, which was kind of quick for me mm-hmm. because I was just really, I was just really curious and I thought her idea was so cool. I'm biased because she's on my bracket, but uh, it was just a little, it was a little, little, little quick. So, but I mean, all in all, I think, you know, I, I actually didn't write much about this. Do you guys have any thoughts about Anne and Christina? <laughs> I'm just worried about the boombox portion being on the hips again, you know, like, is this going to be another, like not, good you know like accentuating something that she shouldn't Mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't i i it feels like she's kind of she kind of she kind of has run out of ideas at the waist Hmm. right Mm -hmm. like like below the waist things are really interesting and then above she has this kind of weird um uh like oh i'm gonna use this this um this scrim stuff to like indicate a sound wave. Yeah. And, and doesn't like do anything to <laughs> dissuade her from that, which, which I think, I she, think is a mistake. Yeah. Totally a mistake because then, you know, she's taken this, you know, she's, she's trying to sculpt this idea into something that is actual, you know, that has dimension and, and refers to a musical shape fine but i totally agree with you she does way too much up there and i think a part of it is just because she she can and so then she does it but it's Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like do you really need that yeah no you don't yeah she tends to miss and think it and it's sort of like not it's it's the thing that trips her up all the time um so I've never heard that word before. Miss him think it? Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, when you're sort of thinking something and then you rethink it. Hmm. And then you're, yeah, it's like miss him think it. Okay, miss him think it. Yeah, she she tends to uh, ruminate and, and overwork things. And, you know, I would love for her to take a little note from fine from Bedell from someone else's bracket who cares where (laughs) she's also a very fast worker and Mm -hmm. she needs to take a step back um take one thing off and Mm -hmm. stop you know miss him thinking it yeah so Mm -hmm. I totally agree all right so are we ready for Dimitri oh Mm -hmm. yes Dimitri my bracket Yes. Yeah, you want to take this one away, Samilia? Oh, absolutely. I'm actually loving 
where this is going. I mean, I know he does like the whole cutout thing all the time, but I really like this look. <laughs> I really like it. Okay. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I mean, what, y'all don't agree? <laughs> it's just, okay. What? I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's, um, it, it's, it's, it's kind of, wisely. okay. The only, the only word I can come up with is growly. It looks, it just looks very growly to me. Yeah. Oh, you know? Um, oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Grolly, it's. It, I can't believe you guys have never heard of this word. But basically, never it's it's kind that. of you know when you when you get something in the mail that's cold or hot, mm-hmm. and then it usually it's in the shape of a box. Mm-hmm. You open up that box and you take out all of the things that insulated it inside, mm-hmm. and then you decide to maybe like make some pants out of that. Uh huh. It looks like that. It looks like the material you take from your box and then the, the you make your clothes with it sometimes. Um, and you guys, you wait, guys have and, done that before. And that's right? the, and, and that, and that's the Grolies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. It's looking Groly. All right. Well, well if you say, so. you can disagree yeah. with me if you'd like, but I do disagree. it just reminds, it reminds me of, of that. It's just looking very Groly mm. to me. I'm loving how, like, so he's got things that are kind of misshapen, or not misshapen, but the proportion is separate, like with the lapels, one's larger than the other, and then Mm -hmm. he's using his cutouts in a different way, sort of, I feel like, Mm -hmm. for me. Like, the pocket is in a complete, it looks separated from the rest of the garment, which is really neat. Yes, he has, like, some um, salty stuff to say about the other person who's making an oversized coat with kind of cartoony <laughs> pockets. Oh <laughs> my goodness. How? Okay. So, okay. So let's go to Anthony Ryan, who's also on my bracket. And, you know, I, again, love his idea. Talks, he talks to, to about Anne and loves it. Um, talks about how he's figured out a way how to sew this vinyl on top of the fabric. It's, you know, he's working his way through it. It's just a bunch of, it's giving him problems, but he's he's just doing what he can. And mm. then Dimitri figures out a way to to sound just like some like fuddy-duddy Luddite. And, and I wrote this down, he sounds like a tech elitist all at the same time. Because he's like, if you think about it intellectually, why would anyone need this when you have like iPads and <laughs> iPhones? Which is a good point, but still. <laughs> what do you guys think of this? I just thought Dimitri was just so, I mean, seriously, he just he just sounds like he's just complaining all day long. That's the only thing he's able to do right now. It, he does really sound over it. <laughs> I, and and I don't know if that's like I don't, I don't know if it's just a combination of where they're all at in the competition but mm-hmm. yeah 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 I guess that would that definitely makes sense but it's also um I don't know why say anything at all we're going to yeah. Dimitri a lot like it's why it's not a good look 
No, it isn't. Maybe it was contractual. Maybe it was like, I will only be here if you <laughs> will always cut to my talking heads and, and I will only give you salt. <laughs> Thanks, Dimitri. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Okay. So ready for Sean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Samelia, I'm going to let yeah. you take this one as well. Man. Oh, I'm not liking this. So, I mean, Anne likes his idea of having the, you know, moving pieces and whatnot. But first of all, he doesn't have a whole lot to show her other than like, a cutout pocket with some grommets on top. She's mm-hmm. like, what is that? Um, I'm not liking the fabric was the wrong choice, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the whole thing kind of just looks welterfied at this point. So, yeah. Oh, I looks... also. Sorry. It's Amelia. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't quite hear you. Hear you at that last part. It's, it looks what? And it looks weltrified, you know, you know, weltrified. No, I don't know no, what I'm that not, is. I'm not, I don't, I don't quite get that. Of course, so weltrified, like you know, the different components don't go together. Oh, like he's, got, he's got some fringe. I'm like, dude, just stop with the fringe already. Mm-hmm. Ah. The print was a no. The zebra print or whatever. Oh. What was he thinking with that? Huh, that's and an interesting. Grommets, like, mm. oh, oh, okay. So, so basically, it's it's welterified in how disconnected all of the components. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. you mean it's like Miss Pack? Right. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Miss Pack. Yeah. Is that uh, is that a slang term for welterified? I mean. I, that's generally the way I've always heard it, but you know. All right. Again, could be a New York thing. Okay, fine. My LA is showing. Apparently, <laughs> we don't LA talk like this on the West Coast. <laughs> I don't know how you talk about this stuff in LA. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say welterfied. We, I think we, we, we must. I mean, yeah, mostly yeah. we just use a lot of words. I will anyway. also, I will also say like, and and you know, not to just beat this into the ground, but. This idea for these kind of like modular, you know, things, mm-hmm. again, you look at it, you have to have like such a conceptual design bent. Mm-hmm. And you look at someone again, like Miyaki, and there's whole collections that are really based on this idea, right? That you have these things that are not really separates, but are that like different versions of tubes. You know that mm-hmm. that interconnect and or that you can like wear in a variety of ways as a skirt or as a top or as a hood or as a and it feels like you know Sean has this idea, but you really like each one of those pieces has to be designed and then kind of shown in a couple of configurations for you to get the idea across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a ton of work. Yeah. It doesn't seem like something that you could feasibly do in a day. Yeah. Essentially 10 hours for these designers. So, yeah, no, that's a great point because, you know, he refers to it, I think, very simply as a Lego-like version of clothes. He's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's like like Legos. You know, you kind of build things. And I'm just wondering, is he over 
confidence in his skills. He, he still has not made anything this, I always say this season of All-Stars that makes me think that he could pull something like this off. Mm-hmm. So just saying. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, Anne doesn't say anything about how ugly his materials are. She even likes that. I'm so surprised. I call conspiracy. <laughs> 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 I call it. I don't understand. And she, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So next we can go into Irina and her flying outfit. Mm-hmm. And um, Anne really likes it as well. Yeah. Um, well, you know, when you think about all of those animals in the wild whose wings are circles, it starts to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this really going to fly? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I feel like all other inspirations and all other, it, it, like the logic kind of goes out the window. And I think with this, this is probably something that <laughs> probably like really fucked with Django even more when he's mm-hmm. just like, we have Anthony Ryan over here. Who's like, you know, my friends can use this. And then we have uh arena on the other end. She's like, imagination. And it's like, she's going to fly. He goes, um, I'm sorry. Clothes can't fly. You know, it's just, I think he's just kind of <laughs> messed it has to be realistic. <laughs> it is that I, I think that is also parse possibly like Django's most Dutch moment because that is like such an intense like Dutch sentiment <laughs> I know because I was so confused I'm like why are you anti-imagination Django yeah. like why can't you yeah. just let her have her fake flying dress he's like yeah. it's like anyone can make a big ugly gray tent and say it's gonna fly yeah but you know it's not it's ridiculous it's like yeah, well, it'll never fly with that attitude. <laughs> you have to believe, Django. That's the only way yes. this is going to work. <laughs> Just remember the words of Willy Wonka. Exactly. <laughs> Haven't you seen the movie? Yes. No one's read the book. But have you seen the movie? <laughs> <laughs> they fly in that. I think they die at the end of that. They die to fly. <laughs> Whoever did that thing and right. flew, like, you know, we, yes. no longer Well, there is around. fizzy lifting drink. That's true. Yeah, no, it kills you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if he, I think if you maybe explain it to him that way, then he'd be like, ah, okay, that makes sense. There are consequences for your actions. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure he was thinking, like, how is she going to land? Right. You know, she's just had dinner with a date. Mm-hmm. And then he sees her lift off over the East River. Then, you know, what happens when she when she gets to the other end of the river? Does she make it to the end of the river? Like, sometimes she doesn't. He's like, okay, all right. That makes more sense. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I do feel that Anne does not do Irina any favors here. Nope. Like I had a... In- no. You know, there's, it's, I feel like there's a lot of problems with this dress. Like what's happening at the shoulders is really weird. You know, the material choice I thought was terrible. Really, really terrible. And the hem is hideous. I mean, it's so thick. 
Why does the hem have to be so thick? She yeah. loves freaking horse hair. I'm, yeah. I think it's the horse hair. And I if she had you to... wanted to, like, if you if you wanted to have those rods, like, why not do a thing where you kind of sew the arm, like, you make a sleeve in there, mm-hmm. um, so that your your arms have some place to go, and then the and then the rods come off of that or something. Yeah, yeah, you know? something that's a little bit more. Just better designed. Just, just, yeah. Because I, 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 yeah. I, I, I just hate, I hate the fabric so much. I think yeah. it looks dirty. That's, that's all I'm going to say yeah. about that until we get the runway. Yeah. Mm. All right. Next, we have Bedell. Mm hmm. Nayland, take it away. Well, you know, Bedell has this idea that, um, is, uh, smart and kind of current as an overarching concept, right? Mm-hmm. That he wants to he wants to um, combat um, all of the the surveillance in modern society with a kind of um, camera disruptive look. So sort of a camouflage, mm-hmm. but a, but something that would um, make it difficult for. Um, security services to track you. So that's a great idea, mm-hmm. right? And there are people who do design work around that. Like there's like for people who are doing social protest, there are now sort of seminars in um, makeup that you can do that will um, disrupt facial recognition um, hmm. software. So there's there's a lot that could happen with that. His the way that he's implementing it or the way that he describes it to Anne mm-hmm. is that there's this collar that has like this reflect, this highly reflective material on it. Probably like you get on, you know, um, the sort of stripes along the back of racing material or mm-hmm. like, but bi- you know, bike stuff. So that when somebody, when paparazzi like flash at you, your it it's it it reflects so much light back that they can't get an image of your face which mm-hmm. is a kind of like weak um you know a weak implementation of it and you look at the rest of the dress or the rest of the outfit it's like a it's like a kind of um um uh jumpsuit outfit that he's making and the rest of the outfit doesn't seem to really pick up on that no it doesn't and it's yeah. it's 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 got this weird retro disco moment with that collar, the yeah. way it's folded down on this you know I would hope expensive tech fabric that he that he bought from Mood, and um, there's such a clash between the two. And then yeah, it, you're right, it doesn't go anywhere else. There's nothing else that is yeah. kind of reflective throughout it. I think he just wanted to make a futuristic looking suit, mm-hmm. and then came up with an idea. Yeah, I think he can't make. Like, actually, if you made something with a lot of that material in it that was really kind of shredded, mm-hmm. almost like, I don't know if you guys know about, like, ghillie suits when you hunt. Do you oh. know what those are? Those are those weird camo suits that have, like, all of the shredded material on them. So you kind of look like a pile of leaves when you're lying oh, still. Yeah. But it's, yeah. like, if you did something like that, it would be much more, a much better disguise. But I think he can't. I think he's he's um you know he seems like completely unable to make a um 
a ragged cut on anything. Uh, <laughs> like, like, like it would probably make him break out in hives. Yeah, I was just thinking to about not that. Have all like, those seams. Absolutely <laughs> not. He, yeah. he he doesn't want to do anything that kind of looks like fringe. Anything that looks like Sean had his hands on it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. He's just he's he's a little he's got a good idea, but he's a little too tidy in mm. his way of executing it. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and Anne doesn't want it to look like a sweatsuit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she looked because I feel like he was telling the story, and she loved mm-hmm. it, and 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 she looked so genuinely disheartened when she's like, "I love your sweat, but I don't want to look like a sweatsuit." Basically, I don't want to look like what you already have here. Yeah, because that's what it looks like. She's like, "I yeah. wish it were something different, um, like a different type of design around this idea." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're with her. I kind of like the shape, but we we'll talk about that more on the mm-hmm. on the runway when we get there because it's time for Django. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! My boy! My boy! Oh. Django! Oh, Django, man. who now you know goes from uh you know Willy Wonka's suit, and now he's inspired by workers in the fields. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nalen, would you like to take this one as well? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Well, you know, thinking back to um, thinking back to Olinda Rodriguez, um, you know, he's he did call for um, uh, he called on artists to serve as the people's avant garde. Um, so the, and said that the power of the arts is indeed the most immediate and fastest way to social, political, and economic reform. So, you know, Django is there with the workers, <laughs> oh, like, oh my by them, the workers in the field, oh, trying to be God. part of the people's avant-garde. So are you saying that Django actually is expressing <laughs> the purest form <laughs> Of avant-garde in the room. In the in the eighteen, I mean, if you look at his outfit, it looks very avant-garde for eighteen twenty-five when the term was was. Yes, gone. you know, this is making more and more sense. More and more sense. Law, the yes, people's hero Django. But how do we I, explain him? Ex- like, okay, so he, so he takes this idea of the workers in the field. I mean, inspired yes. by the people, by the you know. Um, and and he's yeah. going to make a huge hat, but he's also choosing to make like a like a like a virtuous adventure apron, like a choose your own adventure apron thing, where you just you wear the apron and then you just mm-hmm. you know tie it around your body in in a bunch of different ways, um, and that's his that's also his invention. Yes. Yeah, well, there's so many different ways that you could wear the apron. I mean, you you tie it around you, and and you put your you put your your head through part of it, or it goes around your waist, or sure. or even around your neck. And but <laughs> it is it is worth it to really just watch and oh, and like Ed's entire body language during this exchange is so good i mean it's so like <laughs> how how did i ever sign an agreement that <laughs> means that i cannot slap you right now? <laughs> i mean 
I am holding one hand in the other hand because if I don't, they will both <laughs> be slapping you right across your crazy mouth. Right? And it's just like, she's holding and she's, gosh, she's gotten better about this, but she's gone, she has gone back to the hand holding in front of her body. Yeah. Which is such a defensive posture where she's yeah. like, I need something between me and you. Yeah, shoulders hunched over. Oh, she's yeah. sort of she's not quite stepping back from him, but, uh, but no. she kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Giving him the eye and oh. it's like, oh wow, an an apron. Okay. Yeah. So that's your invention. And that's so you think that's avant garde. And he goes, the way I do it, it will be. I'm like <laughs> bless you he is like he's like you know and it's it's interesting because he can't hold it in even and he can't like wait for Anne to leave before she even leaves he he kind of like scoffs oh, at her yeah and um so disrespectful though yeah yeah he's yeah. walking or she whatever comment she said last and he's just like whatever yeah 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 he's like, oh man yeah no no way (laughs) yeah i'm i'm looking at a frame here like just right at the very end and it's like never have two people wanted to be further away from each other (laughs) (laughs) i mean it, it is uh oh man and i think on purpose, she leaves him for last. Not just because of where he is in the workroom. I think, yeah, no, J- Django's been yeah last for I think a, a few episodes, and um, yeah, I mean, and then she she leaves and she's giving them some points of positivity, and mm-hmm. like, she's really impressed by some of the things she's seen in this room. Not all of it, mm-hmm. some of the things. Um, some of the creativity in this room, which is like, <laughs> is that is? Are, do you mean like the Marie Claire posters that are on the back wall? He's <laughs> like, yes, I like what I did back there. I <laughs> yeah. love how I edited that. Yeah, and then it, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, but but essentially, she leaves and and for Django to unravel a little bit, and yeah. um. He instantly goes for Anthony Ryan and uh, calls him out for referring to Anne as Miss Anne. Yeah. And uh, it's just kind of, um, you know, it's just a rampage from there. He just just goes stomping around. But I, I mean. Yeah, it's really bad. It's, it is. It's, it's not. Really, it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the whole thing with Django saying how it's not up to a designer to be an inventor, like, how, there's so many things. You can be what you want to be, dude. You know, like, just because you're a designer doesn't mean you can't be something else as well. You know, I think he's really limiting himself with that viewpoint. I, I agree with you. I just feel like he has so completely gotten himself into the place of like, this is never going to work. They're never going to like what I do. This is always really horrible that Mm -hmm. he is just, he's past it at this point. And it's, it's kind of sad, but it does really feel like he has kind of 
given up in a way and he's just kind of like lashing out. Yeah, because he does say, I never should have done this. Yeah. And I think he's talking about the Agreed to be on the show. show. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I, you know, I, I feel like that whole entire sentiment is, is, um, is, you know, what you would call like a blot blurp. What is that? A blot blurp. Say that again. I've never heard mm. of that. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's, it's a concept around regret. Uh-huh. Um, when you essentially go against your mother's advice after she's uh-huh. been nothing but supportive your whole uh-huh. entire career and, you know, probably told you, you don't need to go on project runway all stars. You're an amazing designer in the Netherlands. Like this, that whole, I, the concept of, you know, maybe I should not have done this. Perhaps I should have listened to my elders who are supportive. Mm. Um, it's a, it's a block blurb. That's what, that's what he's in the midst of at the moment. Mm. That, that is what characterizes his whole unraveling. It's a word that's been around for a while. Okay. So, yeah. Well, well, I, it might have some Dutch aspects somewhere. in it. So maybe that's why you guys aren't getting it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's been around in LA. You oh, know, yeah, definitely. I'm, definitely. I mean, I will admit to being old. So I don't, I, is, is it like being like lit? Is it like that? No. I <laughs> well, guess. it's, it's not that. No. Okay. Even that word maybe is too young for me. All right. Right like be like definitely maybe he f- no i no no it's it no blot blurp is is way more sophisticated than lit I okay say. yeah all right well um, you know that's all i have learn. to say about it. i'll yes. have to i'll have to use it next week yes that's <laughs> it, it is an overall concept but it just describes exactly what we've been talking about for, for Django, mm-hmm. but just on a deeper level, a little psychoanalytic as well, because it involves moms. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything to say before the models come in or do we nope. want to jump into I think this we, no, let's, let's get into it. We get the models. Yes. So we, we have the models and um, Jesus Christ, Django's hat is <laughs> just <laughs> a well-made fuck you i you know it's yes we get to finally see this hat so we kind of skipped over the montage of you know Django's block blurb which includes him just shaking this hat that he's just come from the um uh from a sewing machine and it's just it's this crazy moment where he's just shaking this thing really like really really vigorously but then when the model's coming he puts on his hat i'm like oh what Mm -hmm. so yeah um we get to see Django's hat. But anything else about this time with the other designers? Because I know we're spending a lot of time on Django. Mm, I, Michelle does the um, um, well, I, I mean, Irina does like um, have, you know, say about Django that there's a line between being confident and slightly delusional. Mm-hmm. You know, we get more of his tirade. We get Michelle jettisoning um, her underdress and like making a whole nother dress out of the foam. So everything is foam now. Right. I'm just curious how Michelle is fusing this together. 
Uh, you know, you can glue it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you the the way that you use it. Like you know, if you're going to use it like in making a costume, you can like glue it together. Mm -hmm. So it may be that she's doing that, and it looks like she's sewed or fused some sort of reinforcement on the armhole, mm -hmm. so okay. that it so that it wouldn't tear. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like Michelle's background is in. Uh, tailoring and uh oh shoot what do you call it um oh no I, I i lost the word where you go in and you want something fitted mm -hmm. taken in alterations <laughs> mm -hmm. so um i just remember that from her so it's kind of like i think she's really good at solving these issues and solving problems but but also i'm glad that she's not doing something that's way too complicated like fusing together dumb fabrics right um all she has to do is essentially just figure out how to how to make this work um this is a very troublesome fabric and then you know i feel like that's enough time if you're just dealing with one one thing mm -hmm. um sean is starting all over again how do you feel about that Amelia? Oh, man oh this is uh this isn't good it's not a good sign for sure um, and then what, I mean, what he's making is just not new at all. Hmm. Um, the folds we, at the bottom. I I, yeah. I mean, at least, the, at least we got rid of the, um, the zebra stripe, right? Yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. But, he got a lot okay. of red. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, he just got a lot of material. Because, you know, I I didn't really understand what was wrong with the dress other than that it didn't work. Right. The In terms of the Lego configuration thing. Because I don't think, I think he wanted to do something on the runway, but it was just going to be a little mm -hmm. tricky for the bottom. And so, yeah. you know, that's what I understood as to why he just ended up throwing that dress away. Yeah, who knows? Um. I think Bedell had some words for Arena. <laughs> uh, just one, I think. And that um, was. <laughs> and and that one was like <laughs> tragic. Because <laughs> oh, no. I kind of thought that Arena's model looked sort of like a pterodactyl. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Well, and you see her with her like tiny bony little model arms <laughs> trying to like hold this whole thing up with a stick like give that girl some support yeah yeah i mean she like she, there was like a point where she raised it up and um you can you know it i feel like this is this the fabric is so it looks so heavy but it really is kind of see-through and so you mm -hmm. could see the outline of her arm and it was like wow that I, I don't know yeah. that looks like like a yeah like a very weak pterodactyl yeah kind of um, yeah I do, I do wish she had done something more with the top of the garment you know maybe like in the shoulder and neck area mm -hmm. and she can that's the thing like she she could do it but yes. I wonder if this is her idea of you know just sort of simplifying things it's a it's a design it's a design flaw and i found myself wishing that like 
Anthony from the last season of All Stars was there, so he could just walk over and like snap a fan next to her and be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is how you do it. This is oh, how these things are made. Yeah. Anthony. Oh, Anthony. <laughs> it's like, you, you want know? drama? Oh. This is the problem. It's like none of these designers have fans with them that, that she could take inspiration from. <laughs> oh my god okay um okay so so we've reached the end of the day and now it's the morning of the runway oh wait we do get one great we do get one great moment where um bedell also has words for um for Django's hat oh yes which is that it's like amazing and that it's um like John Galliano at yeah. Chanel. Yeah. He's got like a whole thing. And then <laughs> and then like Django says something about like if they say if the judges say anything to me about it, they're gonna I'm gonna give them the finger. And Bidel is like, Django, show me how you're gonna give the judges the finger. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, perform for the cameras for me, but <laughs> Django true. Show it. it is like the best moment because Django <laughs> just like unleashes a flurry of birds. <laughs> like <laughs> and it's like they all have hat. to edit them out. They're just like, we gotta follow him. He's just like like his hands up and down. It's like oh my god that was like the heaviest day of editing of this episode yes. just like like blurring out Django's bird <laughs> it's like it's like oh you know remember when Georgina did it and she just held her hand still and like Django's making mm-hmm. this really tough for us yes but oh my goodness I, th- I think calling it a, a Galliano slash Chanel hat mm-hmm. was spot on <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also kind of troublesome to me that it was so referential. And it's like of all of all challenges for Django to be yeah. so referential. Ugh. Mm. It's just well, so... and aside from the fact that Galliano's an oh beast and horrible and we don't yes. like him. No, we don't. But... <laughs> he is shunned. We, you know, I, it's interesting that he brought him up. You know, if you guys recall, he went on a very anti-Semitic racist rant a yeah. few years ago and um, was essentially driven out of the design world. But yeah, which, you know, God, oh, gosh, whatever um, things. So but I th- I think. Yeah, I took I took the point in, in the reference and I was like, I think it's uh I don't think it's a compliment to Django mm. to reference any mm-hmm, other designer mm-hmm. when you're talking about his work. <laughs> so, uh, but anything else before uh, we move on to the morning of the runway? Anthony Ryan says, "Mommy, I want to. I oh. want to be off of this <laughs> ride." <laughs> I missed that. Oh yeah. yeah, it's like as they fade to black at the end of the day. <laughs> oh man. He was like, I'm, 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 I'm done. Like, let me off. Oh no. <laughs> and I think this is, and so I've just like, just rewound it. And it's like everyone. So Bedell has been a, sort of our timekeeper, mm-hmm. I think in mood. And then towards the end of the day, and he like, you know, has his mic of, of, um, uh, a rotary knife or whatever. And he drops, he's like, time to go home guys. And everyone's like, I'm not done. I don't have this. 
I don't have that. I don't have a top. Anthony Ryan, I think we re- we realized next day hasn't sewn anything. <laughs> like, he has pieces of his garment all together. He's like, I know what needs to go where, but he hasn't sewn it together because he spent the whole day figuring out how to make his dry erase board. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So they actually leave the workroom. So that's against my theory of that they sleep underneath the tables at night. <laughs> oh, there you have it. So yeah, they're going somewhere, it. at least to the lobby, you know, to their sleeping I, bags. I think there's like a lift that just drives them around. <laughs> Until it's time their to lift. go again. Yeah. Their lift RV. Yeah. <laughs> they're all roadies. <laughs> um, and so, yes. So so they come back in immediately for the morning <laughs> the runway mm. and all of a sudden it's sean's birthday <laughs> poor sean <laughs> oh god it's like the jury is happy like happy birthday sean happy birthday whatever is like you don't have a dress sean doesn't have a dress <laughs> on his birthday yeah so uh yeah so we have this incredible rush this has been happening a little bit more often where the designers whereas before they were pretty much done the first day and, and now mm-hmm. they're all trying to push themselves and people are, you know, pressed for time. It is two hours to runway. All right. Mm-hmm. Anything about this craziness in between? Mm, shut, no, everybody's running around. Yeah. Django has some idea that, that the workers in the field need protection from mosquitoes. Oh man. <laughs> It gets worse, but, and worse. but only on their like arms. <laughs> and it's it's almost like this this wonderful, um, you know, uh, mishmash of Chanel fabrics up top are supposed to mm-hmm. automatically deflect mosquitoes from her face. She just has to shake her head real fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's doing the thing that Anne advised him not to. So I guess another like fuck you to Anne and everyone else. Mm-hmm. The oh whole, yeah, he, he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna add sleeves. I'm gonna cover her arms, like the exact thing that Anne was like, oh, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And then they look hideous. Like, what is that material? It just looks fake. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> he definitely did. didn't think this through because I'm pretty sure he could have gotten real mosquito netting from the hardware store online, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he didn't. And then also, I, I have to say, it's looking more like maybe a some type of offtake of a Willy Wonka suit with the bell sleeves and the bell bottoms. Maybe a little bit more Hamilton, but... I guess. (laughs) No, actually, wait, wait, how are you getting Hamilton from it? I was just, you know, there's those... um, Yeah, that kind of like colonial like Mm -hmm. um, dress that has that, you know, that's that's flat across the bodice and... Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, I, I I have some issues with this. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so before we we actually get to the runway, um, I thought it was interesting for Django to call out Christina's outfit as something that lacks joy. Mm-hmm. Um, out of you know, and I think this is probably at Django's angriest. <laughs> And it's just like, <laughs> for you to call out Christina, and of course it lacks joy. Have you seen Christina? But it's still a great outfit. So who cares? It's fine. 
Exactly. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. Now it's time for the runway. Are we all in agreement? Should we all move on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, listeners, this is your time to access the cheat sheet. The link is in our podcast description notes. Um, and we're going in runway order. All right. So we're on the runway and we meet Alyssa and um, she's she's coming out with something that I would call like a vomper. Like she has like like a vomper going on on her dress. OK, what is what is, what is that? that? Oh, it's just whatever, you know, you know, you have it's like what you call that that really interesting snake cut out at the top of her dress bodice. It's very avant garde. Mm-hmm. That's what you call a vomper. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. she's she's wearing her Vomper dress. And I feel like again, she's sort of on theme. We have metallics mm-hmm. and then we have her wearing a Vomper, which is, you know, I think it's like a, a nice departure towards, you know, um dressing on trend with, with whatever it is that we're doing. Something that kind of recalls what the challenge actually is. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, okay. So we have our panel. Normal people, we have Georgina, we have Isaac, and then we have some screen to stage to screen actors and Anna Camp from Pitch Perfect and Andrew Reynolds from freaking Hamilton and from a bunch of other things like right. um, w- w- uh, Mormon. Uh, what was it? Book of Mormon. I guess. I can't believe he was also yeah. in Hamilton. <laughs> um, but I actually recognize these people. <laughs> So I was happy about that. I was like, I actually know who they are. Well, that's a big plus. Um, but also, you know, no one, no, no one who can speak towards avant-garde. Um, I would have even taken Boral. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, we 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 have them here. Okay, so now let's let's get onto this runway. First, we have Irina. Oh boy! Oh, guys, it to me it looks dirty. It yeah, just, it looks filthy. I wish also, I didn't see her shoulders. Yeah, why? Why is that? It's such a weird. I. It's like yeah. every part of it. Like, why does it do, do that high low thing? Mm-hmm. Why? Like the styling is terrible. Like we were told it was supposed to be like a bird. Nothing else in the dress is bird like at all. Mm-hmm. It's not, so not even the weird. fabric, nothing. So it was supposed to be bird-like? That's what she was saying. Um, that's what she told Wynne at the at the hair salon. That's why she's got that. That's why the model has that weird, like, hmm. um, you know, uh, pointy oh, thing wow. in the front. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 that's weird. Remember her dress can fly? Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't think it would fly like a bird. I thought it would fly like a woman flying in a dress. Yeah, except Samilia, you know that's not realistic. Dresses don't fly. <laughs> well, when it looks like a plane a little bit, then yes. <laughs> you know what? I mean, admittedly, some clothes can glide. Okay. Yes. I'll give you that. <laughs> Man. I mean, and, and talk about um, unrealistic. I mean, are, do you guys want to move on to Cynthia? 
yeah please who we never hear from mm-hmm. we haven't seen her we, we we don't really know what she's been working on and um we know that it's warrior like mm-hmm. um but what i'm realizing from her is that she likes things towards the front so right. a lot of her looks are very front heavy and this is no different. A lot of a lot of intricacies going on on top. I thought it was extremely well made. Um, mm-hmm. But again, she has this weird thing with colors. So the front is you know serious and very you know dark mm-hmm. colors, and then in the back we have this um, kind of like a like a cage or a rib cage type mm-hmm. thing that's red. Yeah, I mean, if it's armor, then it's armor that gives you the message of, like, stab me in the back. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, it is. Precisely. It's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to make it red. I'm going to make it the most contrasting color. Yeah. It's so obvious. There's a bullseye on the weakest part of yeah. my outfit. Yeah. And and I think that those white, like, leggings. mm that she's got are not that feels like an afterthought to me. It's like, it doesn't feel like it's got all that much to do with the rest of the outfit. Yeah. I think she's someone else who just does, does too much. It kind of, kind of on the vein of Christina. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just didn't feel like her look was very magnacious, you know, like it's supposed to be avant-garde mm-hmm. and, kind of over the top mm-hmm. it seemed pretty subtle and mm-hmm. you know, so wait it wasn't like i'm i'm sorry i missed what was the that first well because i what would be magnacious like what does magnacious that mean? you know like something that is overpowering in some way like there were no there was nothing magnacious about her, mm. her design mm. oh would you say arenas was it mag- was magnacious Somehow? Uh, no, no, not not necessarily in the same. Not in a so magnesia's more of like in a good way, like overpowering. Oh, okay. oh okay, okay, just not just right. just not like a plain overpowering. It right. has to be something right. that. Oh, uh, okay, okay, all right. right, okay. Is that something that you picked up in in Memphis? Is that like? Yeah, you know, in in design school. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. Well, if we're going to use technical terms. (laughs) (laughs) I know, pulling out the schooling here. I mean, you've already, like, Wikipedia your way into, like, 1825 nailing. I know. Gosh, I feel behind. Way to set the stage. But I did have my moment of block work. (laughs) All right. Um, All right. So, ready for Anthony Ryan? Mm Mm-hmm. I would like to point out that oh, Django boy. is heard <laughs> saying from the rafters, um, Anthony Ryan, how did you come up with that? And in a way, it made me think that he was saying it along the vein of, how are you better than me? It's like, right. Django, <laughs> you know, it's like, you, you, we all have the same amount of time. And Anthony Ryan came up with a very succinct, um, and relatable and inventive avant-garde outfits. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I agree. Yeah, I agree. this this is this is pretty great. Yeah, and smart styling. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. not it's not really elaborate, but it's like mm-hmm. very. Um, it reinforces the message. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's, pink, it's young. 
Yeah. It's got one thing that's a little irritating to me is that the belt is not really attached to anything. Yeah, I didn't think he really needed that belt. I I didn't like how mm. it sort of covered up some of the design elements that yeah. go along the front. I have a feeling that he maybe at the last minute was like, oh, I got to create a shape or something. Yeah. Then it's kind of like, great, create a shape and then have your, you know, have her stand in front of this grim and then take it off so we can see what the lines look like right. and all that vinyl and how things kind of mesh up together. Or sew it into... But uh, mm. like, like, give yourself some tabs so that it doesn't slip right. and it doesn't break the other lines of the mm-hmm. of the dress. I would like to have seen what these would have looked like in two days. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I just feel like to come up with this in however many, what ten to twelve hours that they get. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I totally agree, and I think that. If he had more time, he would have done it. I'm not an mm-hmm. Anthony Ryan apologist, but I think this was great. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. I agree with that. All right. Yeah. Ready for Bedell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought this outfit was cool as shit. <laughs> I love, I think it mostly was a model. I mm-hmm. love the way this woman walked. It looked so strange. The mm-hmm. way it made mm-hmm. her gait look, it was just so off and and weird and cool. I don't know. I I thought it was. I I love this outfit. I loved it. But what were what were y'all's thoughts? Cecilia, what do you think? I thought it looked comfy. Hmm. Yeah, but it didn't look schlumpy. No, that's you know. Hmm. You're so right. So that yeah, I I I, I agree. I mean, like to take the Anne point of view, it would probably look. Um, I it probably would not photograph well. Like it, I don't think it would do well editorially. Well, it's not supposed to. Remember? Exactly. Ah, <laughs> see, no wonder she was pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that when we use the flash, you won't be able to see the model's face? One. All you see are the clothes. Everything else disappears. Oh, oh my god. god. So so is Bedell oh. like done like the subtlest shade on Anne ever? He kind of maybe <laughs> But then maybe it, it's also kind of would Bedell do that? Something that would keep him from winning the challenge on purpose? Or something that would I mean oh, wait, no, no, but that's good. no, I don't think I don't think we think of it that way. Yeah, never mind. Never yeah. mind. But yeah, I um I like it too. It's a little um I do wish that it went a little further. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a little like um kind of run of the mill cyberpunky in some ways. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and. I, I mean, I I was wondering what y- y'all's thoughts were on the styling of this. Mm, I mean, it was fine. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Or fine. 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 Okay. Okay. I wish fine. there was slightly more shape in the coat. Hmm. Mm. Or just somewhere more shape somewhere, like yeah, to fit the the body a little better. Oh. It Even does if it remained loose. I think that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does look like, and this is really classic Bedell, that um, when he's having, 
when he's talking to Django about like doing the flip, you know, showing him how he's going to flip off the panel, he's wearing like this very elaborate hood <laughs> that I think was initially going to be part of that dress mm. or part of that outfit. Oh. Um, and I think that he, it's like in typical fashion, he made like both of those separates, made another hood, <laughs> decided to cut the hood, you know, it had time to like goof around back, like back, like there's probably a nap in there somewhere that we didn't hear about. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, if you look back on that, on, on that, um, footage, he's wearing something that I think is the same materials. And I think was initially supposed to be part of that outfit. Ugh. I would love to be able to do that because he's not like I spent so much money on this on this mm -hmm. material at Moon. Might as well make me something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I that I, that's kind of great. Yeah, um, I think what bothers me a little bit is the how how the pocket shapes and then the pants pockets shape kind of overlap, but they kind of cover each other, and then it makes it seem kind of weird where they hit because you get big pocket and then big pocket mm -hmm. on oh. top of each other. So yeah, that's, oh, that's you mean why I wish there was more on the jacket, like the jacket mm -hmm. pocket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not quite right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe that's kind of the uh, like sort of the weirdness of it. And also just the, there's just like this I I don't know. I, I, I like the offness. Mm -hmm. But there's something that's it's sort of like an optical illusion about all of it because I'm pretty sure she's walking without like a clunky, you know, kind of gait. But mm -hmm. however, these lines are moving around and also the shape of the legs and I think the offness of some of the proportions. Um, she almost looks like she's not from now, that she's sort of this future human mm -hmm. who has these, you know, different types of legs doing different types of things by then. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I liked it. That was great. Anyway, enough, enough of yes. Adele. Yeah. Uh, next is Sean. I just wrote nope. Oh man, that's all I wrote. I think that's what I wrote. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, so rules of thumb for Project Runway: <laughs> if you are deciding to tie things together with rope you are in trouble mm -hmm. like it never <sighs> works as soon as you have rope in there it never works although this is sean's way of sneaking fringe back in like if you look at that oh yeah look at that outfit it's like i know what will save this fringe and there was no fringe <laughs> yesterday the yeah. day before the dress he had yeah. Was this nicely sculpted whatever. It was coming into something. It was looking mm -hmm. like something else. No fringe. And yeah. then we show up today. I'm kind of I'm a little impressed by actually I know you both have probably worked with grommets. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is this realistic to be able to grommet a dress like this in oh, yeah. an hour? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, never mind. I thought it's it was actually hard. really easy. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. I take it back. I take it back the things I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did he he said he made this in two hours or something two hours Ridiculous. yeah yeah he came in cut out the circles for it um you know macrame him yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i thought this was 
Oh gosh. It's such, such a panic of a dress. And also, um, you know, I think, I think the grommets and we'll, we'll, you know, we hear that a little bit more, um, how he kind of puts this together as something that we're supposed to believe that you can take apart when Mm -hmm. grommets are such, to me, they're a very permanent thing. So you, you grommet it and you're going to need a tool to take that apart. You can't just walk down the street and decide, ah, you know, this dress is going to have a bunch of tears or, or something. And definitely you can't prove it on the runway saying, Oh, you, you, you know, just like how Arena's model didn't fly fine. Like she's not going to get on in the runway and just like flap her wings and go. Right. Can't prove that the dress actually flies. And this, you can't again, prove that the dress actually does what he says it's going to do as the invention. So I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. So oh, it's, oh, it's bad. It's, Super it's, bad. Yeah. It's pretty pro Eden. <sighs> me. Oh my God. All right. So are we ready for Django? Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Oh my God. So walking ah. down and someone says, Oh, that's very Southern. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh boy. Jesus Christ. Okay. So I hate this. It looks even worse on the runway. Yeah. Oh, the green hair. The sleeves were a mistake. The sleeves and the yeah. pant leg. Yeah. 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 This weird romper, this kind of like boucle romper with, and then you'd see that the sleeves aren't even really sewn in Mm. underneath. Yeah. Yeah, The, the legs are dragging. Um, It, it doesn't, it just, it just doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. Very much like a costume, even the way she's styled mm-hmm. is not really, doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of it. Um, yeah, is her hair green? Her hair is green. Maybe wow. that's, she's supposed to be an Oompa Loompa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm thinking that's the only thing I can draw towards his original idea of making it yeah. like a Willy Wonka-esque wow. outfit. I'm like, she's a she's like an Oompa Loompa in white. I don't know. It's and just... So terrible. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else to be about the mosquito proof fashion that is Django? No. All no, right. Please. Sorry, Django. <laughs> Next we have Christina and her walking boombox or her, her DJ on the go. Um are you guys waiting for me to, to talk about this? No. So okay. <laughs> so my main thing, I wish she didn't have the whatever organza. Yeah, the horse hair. Whatever yeah. stuff at the top. But also, I wish the hip speaker things were like eight times bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It it looked really athleisure to me. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily, and I'll, okay, I'll say it, not necessarily avant-garde. It wasn't, to me, what I think right. is something that is uh, necessarily avant-garde. Um, I would I would say that it's more, uh, more jemp than avant-garde. Than avant-garde. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you have, I can see where the speakers are. I, you know, I can kind of point out what is going on, mm-hmm. where she's 
again, I think we're all pretending that this is playing music. It's not something mm. that she's actually proven. There's not music actually coming out of her hips. It's fine. But um, I, I <laughs> this is weird because it looks like a scuba outfit. I was oh, totally yeah. like body glove, <laughs> like that color palette. It's like, mm. yeah, it's a very sexy jump scuba outfit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, not um, yeah, not a a a sexy. Um, did you say shemp? Jemp. Jemp. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Hmm. It's 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 um the term for quasi avant garde. Oh, okay. So it's, it's like oh. one notch below avant garde is jemp. Oh. Huh. Yes. Hmm. Got it. And Wait, is that is that from your uh, Louisiana? Background? Wait, maybe it could be Cajun. All right, I'll just say maybe it's maybe it's a Creole term that you know was just I just grew up with and I didn't know that it was you know Second something answer. that people just didn't commonly know and grow up. You with. know, you know that outfit's gem bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you but actually that's how you usually I mean, are supposed I think to sound about Clifton Shinye going like shim, shim, shim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's actually exactly how you're supposed to say that so oh, see? You're, you're spot on i was always i was always good with accents yeah yeah it's very it's very very good rendition of Cajun accent. (laughs) All you need is some whiskey. My thing with her thing is that, like, why not replicate the hip thing, like, at the shoulder level or incorporate it into a kind of headpiece so that you have, like, the sort of headphone speaker idea as, like, a second set of speakers? Hmm. Oh, like if man. you were really gonna do like avant-garde, yeah, like like keep working that idea on other parts of the body. That's why I feel like it's like from the like she thought about this from the waist down, and like mm-hmm. once she got to the waist, she didn't know what to do with it. I mean, admittedly, she was like, "I'm not gonna make a bra out of speakers," which most <laughs> people would do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it's like it's just not. It you know, it it's does... like, or why not order a pair of headphones from the electronics store? Right. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's or you know, and and it kind of that is now. I'm gonna go back and look at all of her outfits from the waist down. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is, it's, it's, I think it's kind of safe for her because it's similar to the shape she created in the, the lingerie challenge. Yes, you're right. Hmm. Yeah. And it's probably like the same exact size, you know, proportionally. Mm -hmm. But also in that challenge, I would say the whole entire thing worked well together. Like it was the concept kind of you know, top to bottom, bodice and, and you know, waist below, it, mm-hmm. it all sort of carried through and made sense. There's something, but I, yeah, I, I think this is, is a really interesting thing, thing to think about with Christina because, yeah, no, there's something going on. And thinking about last week when she had that weird lattice thing going on, um, not lattice, but like a, like a chevron 
thing happening up top and these amazing pants, but just not really able to, to marry those two things together. Mm-hmm. So another thing that kind of bothered me with this is that the zipper goes way down to the crotch. It's a like, scuba suit. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a that... DJ scuba suit. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, it would have been cool. Like maybe continue the zipper down one leg or something a little bit and not just have it stop right there at the crotch. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Perhaps. Hmm. Yeah, no, no that's I, interesting. I hear you. Yeah, same, same. All right. Ready for Dimitri? Uh, yes. Yeah. All right. Um, Dimitri. Samilia, I take it away. It. <laughs> la, 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 love it. You will never get hot or cold in it. <laughs> that's like, I mean, <laughs> that's what premise on exactly. It's like life. It's like you will always be tepid. I mean, <laughs> you. I like lukewarm. Like Dimitri, what are you saying? Just don't say anything. Oh, he has no invention. Um, he has no imagination. And it's not practical at all. And, um, but man, okay, so Samelia, talk about this outfit. I would be, I would be freezing in this though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yeah. Out, but. Yeah, I mean, mm, it can get drafty in them Quonset yeah. huts. Holy yeah, I just, I wish. <laughs> Honestly, hey. <laughs> Just saying. I, I wish really that all of the designers had thought bigger, more out of the box. Like with mm. this look in particular, it would have been cool if her entire head was swallowed in the, you know, the lapels of the, you know, like if that was mm-hmm. raised up and bigger. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been so neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about those lapels? To me, they, uh, it's so strange. Also, I don't understand why he always has to cover up the model's necks the way he does. Like he does this, oh. this thing where there's you know, even last week when there's like that you know off the shoulder. I think that was last week. He did an off the shoulder type thing, but there was still like a, a thing around the neck. Um, the lapels oh. look really weird and off angled, and I I like weird and misshapen coming from Dimitri, but um but in a way it, it it's almost like he just spent so much time, you know, doing these little spaces or whatever, but um also putting on extra stuff that I don't even know why it's there. It could have opened up the outfit a little bit more, done something more with the sleeves. And even his sleeves are are, are also doing that little slightly long ish thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that that we've been seeing a little bit, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like, it's like early eighties. I I like it though. Maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. The whole like shoulder pad effect, broad shoulder. Mm-hmm. I like the sleeves, honestly. Yeah, but then I think okay, if you're gonna go like Terry Mugler then then go that way you yeah. know yeah 
Because he has has he been going eighties? He has been, right? He like he's, he's been doing that faux hawk. Eighties. He's been doing. He yeah he has been doing a lot of. A lot of eighties. This looks like something that would have been at the Grammys. Just to say, when we want to talk about shoulder pads, holy mm-hmm. crapness, it's back. So, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I just sent you guys a a link to something for you to take a look at later on. Like if you look at the slideshow on, um, I sent you a link to the, the, the Wolverine Bierendorf, um, uh, fall 2019 oh. menswear collection. If you want to see some like avant-garde stuff and some collars, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. take a look at that slideshow. Oh, yep. I mean, you don't have to look at it all now. Okay. But there's yeah. like, I can't see it. Yeah, but there's like amazing <laughs> stuff on there. I'll put the link in the show notes too. Okay, cool. Yeah. If I can see, once I see it, if it's something I can link, I'm going to link it. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Never mind. There it is. Wow, these are amazing. Oh, man. Drool. Yeah, isn't that stuff incredible? This is a. Yeah. We're. Okay. So, (laughs) looking at this kind of makes me angry, but of course, of course, they only had a day to do what what they're showing, Um, but what we're looking at here, it's there's so much color, and there's, I I just, that's another thing that I I didn't think was really, or didn't notice was kind of missing from the runway, was, Mm -hmm. was color, and if we're talking about Willy Wonka and this imagination and how are you how are you getting inspired and we have someone like Django who was kind of inspired by first Willy mm-hmm. Wonka himself and then field workers and then you come out with white yeah 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 look at number seven on the slideshow mm-hmm. oh that's see that's what I was talking about like right if the head could be all the way inside the whole yeah coat. yeah Oh, I love it. I know. It's amazing. so great. It's so good. I want to wear all this stuff. It's like, I mean, talk about being a spectacle. Anyway. Is um, is this person Dutch? Walter von Bierendonk? He is. He is. He is an awesome Dutch designer. (sighs) Django. Yeah. All right. So we had like, I love, I love this little break of, of actual avant-garde. Fashion is really nice. Right. A nice break from looking at Dimitri. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're not done yet. Nope. Here's Dimitri. Next, and then we've got. We have Michelle. Mm hmm. So, so everyone, um, while we were. While we were off podcast, I just. Okay. First, what, what, what did you guys think? Of this or should I should I go on since she's on she's on my bracket um so I'll say that I I uh I I second arena's concern with Michelle and her silhouette and coming up with the same dress in different mm-hmm. versions and but in different fabrications um different things on top of it but this sort of this circular um I think she called it her modern Mary Jane. And I think she's going through this idea of a modern Mary Jane, um, like a very uh, young 
girl who, you know, is wearing jumpers to Catholic school. Like this, that kind of is a silhouette that um, keeps coming through. Just this, this clothes that little girls wear who are like three or four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought this design was perfectly fine. I was mostly proud that she figured out a way to use this foam in a mm-hmm. way that is just, I think, extremely wonderful very simple and yet extremely accomplished at the same time. But moving Mm. forward, I am a little worried. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's basically all I got to say. And I'm just thinking ahead because she's on my bracket. So I'm, I'm I'm thinking strategically (laughs) about this critique. Um, I like the look and uh, it also reminded me of Ken's look from his um, avant-garde all-star season. Yeah. So, so there's a bit of that. But yeah. I, I do think that there's, um, like, one of the things I'm always really happy to see on this show is when people make creative use of limitations. Mm. And you can tell that Michelle, like, like had that talk with Anne, and then it was like, okay, what is what is my idea really about? It's not about this fabric that I picked up and that I'm thinking that I'm going to put all over it. It's really about this, like, circle thing. Yeah. So that's the thing to emphasize. And I think that, you know, she's right not to make the other parts of it too fussy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like out of all of the designers, hers is um, one of the more strong looks and one of the more avant garde. Mm -hmm. And I I also think it's, it, it is also one of those things that is, it's practical and it's functional because mm-hmm. when when they have the the clip or the you know when you see the model put it over her face it wraps up her entire body you can see how much shade um is is thrown over her face you know she's just kind of blocked out all the lights and i actually thought i'm like i would love to be wrapped up in something like that riding on the subway you know if, and if, mm-hmm. you know walking through new york <laughs> Your own and, personal cubby. Uh, Man. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and you can definitely rock that in New York. You just walk around with your own deprivation tank as clothes. And, you know, you just, you know, find a little corner and just, just wrap yourself up in your cocoon and then, you know, mm-hmm. make it through your day. I kind of mm-hmm. needed that today. Yes. Walking through Times Square and Herald Square, which is awful. Um, so, so yeah, huh. I, I think in terms of the challenge, you know, she and Anthony Ryan, ha ha ha, really did a really good hey. job <laughs> of, you know, kind of taking the inventiveness and all of this, all of these things that kind of seemed like um, conflicting aspects of avant-garde and made them into something that I think really yes. communicated mm-hmm. it really well. I'm so proud of them. Yeah. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> Anyone else? No? I no. Mean- Okay. Uh, it's it's you know it's no i mean i think oh. it was kind of middle of the road for i uh, i mean for, for what I'm everybody put up yeah yeah okay yeah all right um yeah yeah i mean yeah so that's those are who who we have on the, on on the top and bottom so um we have our 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 judging time mm. and um i just want to point out that uh, Django's little legs were going the entire time. Oh. Yeah, it was kind. I was kind of pained to watch him up there. He just seemed so nervous. His legs were just, mm-hmm. you know, just 
rocking the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe he had to use the restroom. Mm, they break. <laughs> I love. <laughs> it's like maybe it was a f- another physical type thing. It's like no, I think he was just super nervous. I felt so no, bad. No, I think he suffers from restless ego syndrome. So it's like a. <laughs> It's the it's the silent killer. It's it's res (laughs) R E S. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I mean, so I mean, we start off with Christina here, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah. I mean, I think we we start off with the the guest judges, I believe, with this one, and they really liked. The length of her legs, um, mm-hmm. the the idea in general. Um, Georgina really loved her idea, which I mm-hmm. which I really um, appreciated, and, and I agree. I agree. I thought it was, it was a wonderful idea, but also with the restraint in terms of the horsehair. I mean, the more I look at it, I have to say, Ernest, and this is not bracket envy, but really, when you look at it from the front, what is that horsehair doing? on there oh you know i mean it, 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 it really not or i don't none taken i don't know how to say <laughs> that it, it's just that is it's just not good i agree i agree it makes no sense <laughs> yeah and <laughs> in, in, in that it's that it's bad like it just doesn't make any sense why yeah. does she do that be too literal and she could have done without it you mm-hmm. know because uh, and you know remember she was trying to um just illustrate this idea of sound waves and i'm like you could have done that in the construction you yes. can do that right yeah you're you're so capable so why didn't you do that yeah so there's so many ways you could have done that so many um all right so and then we move on to Django and his little <laughs> legs oh mm. guys okay okay first off anna camp loved it Right, I, 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 and I think this is before the other judges starts start speaking. So she thought she was in the in the camp with everyone else. She's like, he must be a top score because I thought it was so, and um, mm-hmm. I thought this was a word that was so interesting. Um, so, Nalen, uh, I I thought of you because mm-hmm. she used the word cinematic, uh-huh. which in crit land. Um, yeah. in art school is kind of a no, no. And, and just to let you know, I, I, that's what I tell my students as well. <laughs> Thank you. When I'm running crits, the fear of God and the, Oh, oh yeah. God. And I say, if you Don't, say, if yeah. you say something like cinematic, go ahead, but no. be prepared to explain what you mean by that. Yeah. Tell me what movie you're referring to. Same it's with specifically, poetic. Exactly. People use poetic all the time. And I'm like, as if all poems had exactly the same feeling in them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or when I say lyrical, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, yeah. you can't get away with lyrical. And right. Anna Camp shot out that cinematic. And I was like, excuse me? What, where, where do you, by, what do you mean? And I think with Django's outfit, I really didn't need to know what mm-hmm. movie was she talking about. Yeah. Um, and, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. My favorite thing is that Django launches into like the explanation about the bugs <laughs> and it cuts over to what's his oh name? Who's God. the who is the um 
who is the the actor there? Oh, the Hamilton actor, Andrew yeah. Reynolds. Yeah. Reynolds and I and I want to say this is entirely in the context of all of my new like my newfound sweetness and light. But if you watch his expression closely and what he says, he goes, um, obviously, you're very creative and very skilled in the tone and with the expression that a gay man at a gay bar who knows he is incredibly attractive in an incredibly standard way uses to brush off anybody who he thinks is too weird. <laughs> <laughs> well obviously you're like very creative like i can tell you have a lot going on oh, but yeah. really i'm a 10 and you are a four <laughs> you weirdo oh, get man. away from me and my cosmo <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like get your weirdness away from my basicness yeah okay it, like, it, because it is I'm exactly to my that. basicness because yeah. it's me and I've, you know, yeah. Oh yeah. That was, um, yeah, yeah that was a first sign of, of a downhill. Yeah. I Georgina think. tells him it is an avant-garde. They cut back to him. Clearly tears are starting. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, and then Isaac says, it's just not very Django. And, and it's like that moment in the Simpsons where they go like, and you can just tell this is the real moment where you see Ralph's heart break. <laughs> <laughs> and it zooms into his heart and yeah. it actually just breaks yeah. into. Because, yeah. and it's like, yeah, you, I don't, and I wondered about that moment because Isaac says what we've all been thinking is that yeah. this was your challenge. This was the yeah, challenge for right. you to be weird and for you to do these organic shapes to use these whatever fabrics that you wanted and just to kind of let them do its thing. And, um, but I don't think he took a little bit further in saying that you got caught up and got lost in the parameters of the challenge. And at the heart of it, it is this avant-garde, this future basic (laughs) thing that you've been wanting to do. And, um, unfortunately it just got rattled around with all these other parameters that they put on top of all stars. Well, this is the thing that I say like a lot of times in class is that there's two ways to deal with assignments, right? You can either go through an assignment or you can go around it, meaning that you can figure out, you can put your energy into figuring out like what the loophole is to kind of um, get around doing what you think the assignment is asking you to do. Mm. Or you can just take the parameters as they are and see where it takes you. Yeah. And I really feel that Django got so wrapped up in like having to go around every assignment and his sort of like frustration with Anne and his frustration with the situation that he ended up kind of psyching himself out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense because it's it's sort of um how if if you are doing a lot of that, you know, this this roundaboutness for everything and then you finally get Mm -hmm. to the challenge where you can go straight through yeah but you've been so used to circumventing everyone's expectations that you even do it and you just kind of yeah you end up arguing against your own strengths yeah yeah that's unfortunate so sad i mean jango was supremely annoying but i'm just it is heartbreaking it's heartbreaking all right 
Anything else about Django before we move on? No. Nope. On to Anthony Ryan, who everyone mm-hmm. just freaking loved. Mm-hmm. And um, they're asking him all the questions like, Georgina is like, what, what material is that? And he's like, oh, it's vinyl overlaid on wool. Oh, I love it. Oh, this is mm-hmm. so great. And um, y- you know, he had a coherent idea and you can mm-hmm. see the contrast between, you know, Jangle starting off talking about bugs mm-hmm. in the field, the oh land of mosquitoes and Anthony Ryan going like, well, I have friends who are deaf and I was thinking about how about I make an outfit for them that is very functional where they can come mm-hmm. out and just like write little letters to each other. But I wanted to be tongue in cheek too. And he has, he demonstrates it, you know, and it does mm-hmm. this very clear, thoughtful idea. That's something also just so colorful and, and, um, and fun. And in a way you can think about the shape of this. Like, is, is it really that different than other coats that we've seen? Not really, but I think, he had he he you know he kind of got around that in explaining like why he did these oversized pockets and right. why he's using these different types of materials like the design of it made sense to him right. and uh, you know whatever right fine, well also the whole thing is he really embraced the idea of making it look like a drawing yes mm-hmm. so it's like all of those limitations of working with the fabric and it being kind of weird then get turned into strengths because it looks very cartoony yeah Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and that's just like I love what Anna Camp and Reynolds had to say about it. Yeah, and that it was cartoony that looks like a sketch come to life. I was like, that's mm-hmm. not dumb. That's those are really yeah. great observations. Right. <laughs> yeah, this was a very fun look. Mm-hmm. Very, very avant garde. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but enough about yet another person from my bracket. Or do you have more to say? Well, I was just going to say he also had fun with it, which you yeah. know, you're supposed to because it's avant-garde. It's like the most fun challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree. Of course you do. Not of course. <laughs> Sometimes like, you know. <laughs> but with this one, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. So All right. Next we have Arena who is marrying fashion with flight and thoughts on this. <laughs> Samelia. Oh, man. I mean, I've got nothing else to say about it. I mean, we, I want to force Samelia to say something about it. Samelia, <laughs> you talk. <laughs> oh, it looks even dirtier here. Like, you know, didn't you start with some sort of lilac fabric what happened i know yeah. it's filthy <laughs> because you can kind of see on the on the underside of the hem how it's sort of lighter what did she do to the material <laughs> i don't know i'm really maybe she wanted it to look metallic like a plane i'm really confused but uh, the weight uh, with the shoulder strap is just and then the bulk of the material, it's all wrong. Well, just that thing of like, how do you, how it, it feels so tortured to get right. to that shape. Right. Like when you look at it in relationship to Michelle's, I mean, it probably like that Michelle's dress being up there didn't do her any favors because right. it's a circular form on top of 
like a very simple dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I but Irina's looks so um forced and complicated. Overworked. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, because what? So there, uh, people did make a big stink about that dress that she made underneath, and I noticed that the hem was like what three inches. Yeah, that it was really, really weird. It was so like that line was so thick, uh, unnecessarily so. But also, why was it? I think I also didn't assume that she would put anything under there because I, I thought it was just like a um, a whole circular dress. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was it would open up to, to show like a mini a mini skirt. Yeah. Underneath. Um, I mean go back and watch Stevie Nicks sing about a white winged dove <laughs> if you want to see somebody <laughs> fly in a dress. <laughs> I <laughs> You know, or go yeah. back and watch like Patty LaBelle sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh my God. <laughs> you want to see when she gets to that bluebirds fly thing. Um, it's like, that is the way you handle it. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That's, I just was transported. That's what, I mean, that's how strong Patty LaBelle is. I, I just, oh. I just oh. was transported to that particular moments and i think that we all are mm. thinking about the same thing anyway yeah but not in this mesh piece of like you know dirtiness that you're supposed yeah. to go out to cocktails with and then fly away across the hudson i don't know wherever you're going yeah no not good Mm-mm. okay so next we have sean mm-hmm. <clears throat> no <clears throat> No. Amelia. No. No. <laughs> That's yours. No. That's all on you. No. He, he said himself, you know, he this wasn't his week, you know. He's kind of I don't know, shooting himself in the foot or whatever. Yeah. It's it's just not. He knows. We all know. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> but does he Did he because did, no, I have a question. A quick yeah. question here: Did he reverse the pleather? Is that what's going on here? You mean the all, all the red? Yeah, is like all the red, like the inside of the pleather. I don't mm. think so. I think he because what he was working with yesterday. Well, as if mm. it was actually yesterday. The, on day one, what it would look like a ne- like a red neoprene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. even know if he used the red leather. The, yeah, maybe the, not. the zebra leather. Okay. I mean, I just keep thinking Mickey Mouse with that shoulder. It bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> or the colors? But it's if like you're going to do black. that, then do it. You know? know? Just. Yeah, I think it. my main issue is that he didn't commit to one thing, like the the fringe macrame, whatever, and then mm-hmm. the grom. It's not. It's all over the place. Yeah. Man, all right. Okay, enough about Sean. Next, we have Michelle. Now, before we go too far, I want you both to take a very good look at what Michelle is wearing. I know. I was going to say it earlier. (laughs) 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 So, waist not, walk not. I didn't notice that. She didn't pay for it, so might as well put it to use. (laughs) 
<laughs> although, oh my gosh. Although I do have to say, like, when you see her in a long shot, I'm like, right on mod. That is a very, very B. Arthur tunic that you <laughs> made out of that. It's it's B. Arthur chic. Um, with her, you know, golden girl arm sleeves. <laughs> you know, like those sleeves are definitely like straight off of Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, you know what? I think I in the back of my head I was like, oh wow, she likes that kind of plaid. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't put it put two, two together that oh that's the reject dress. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we get to we get we get Bedell getting grief for making his fanny pack. I know. And she makes a duster. <laughs> and everyone's like, you know, seriously? She should have burned that I don't like burn that fabric. I liked I it. I don't like it, man. Ugh. I still don't like it. It does look like it does look uniform e. I mean, because plaid can definitely go towards, you know, mm-hmm. just you know, school days or whatever. If you wore, yeah. Plaid well, it's also kind days. of khaki and olive, and yeah. I mean, it's Ooh. all you know. I mean, that's what the color palette is. But I am so glad that Anne talked her out of that. Out of mm-hmm. all of the critiques yes. in the workroom, this I one's know. the most the helpful. Anne. Yep pulled it off because if yeah. it hadn't been for Anne, I don't think she would have been up there. No. So way to go, Anne. Yeah. I didn't agree with Isaac when he said that this that her underdress was one of the best of the season. I'm like uh, <laughs> Isaac uh... <laughs> Isaac is such a such a sucker for um just simplicity. So is Georgina. Yeah. George, I yeah. think Georgina thought the same thing. I, they were very much wowed by the use of the same fabric throughout. And not. I think not just because it was carpet foam, but there is something about this um, continuity of an idea, just that mm-hmm. it made sense for them. And mm-hmm. But, Nalan, what did you think? I mean, I... I like that you get to see in close up that it really is carefully structured. Like she really did. Um, it's not just like two pieces of foam stuck to each other mm-hmm. there. She really did like tailor it. Oh yeah. But I mean, it's, you know, whatever it's, it's not, it's not the star of the show. It's there to be a supporting player. And I think it does a fine job of that. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, um, that is the end of the judging with the designers on on the stage, mm-hmm. and they go back into the green room or into the waiting room, and they kind of have their back and forth of like, oh, tell us like what happened, and you know, mm-hmm. and so they they do get a chance to, you know, to to talk about their you know, whatever they're doing, but um, you know. Jankowit admits, you know, apparently I don't know what avant-garde is. I, I just don't. Apparently. I'm like, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently. That you you don't. Sorry, Janko. Yeah. Um, but I also thought it was interesting, Sean's take on what what the, where the judges landed and saying that he's like, oh, they landed towards wearable, which was weird to me. But I was like, were you going for wearable? 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, you weren't even going for avant. Like, where were you, you going? You weren't going for yes. That's that's. Did you know yeah, where you were going? That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, how can you how can you have a stake in this when you made a dress in two hours? You should just be scared. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut and be worried. Yes. Um. So that was just my take on, on their little time back there. Yeah. And Django's face. Yeah. Well, Django has clearly moved out of bargaining and into depression. Yes. Like, 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 like we are at stage four with, with Django. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. You just see him slouching in the, on the couch. I know. It's just, it is like, it went for, to me from like, oh, man, no, that is that is the next stage. Oh, we did have mm-hmm. anger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 We had denial. We had anger. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Man. Um, wow. So anything else about the time with the judges while they're deliberating? No, <laughs> made me kind of, made me kind of wonder what, um, uh, maybe kind of m- miss Wendy. Oh. I know oh. someone who has an opinion. <laughs> I just, you know, I just wanted to hear like, no, give me a, give me a gray neoprene and a wooden stick. And I'm in. <laughs> it's like, all you have to do is just cut it up to the crotch because my legs yes. are four feet long and yes. that's all you know i could rock I that show you flying oh my gosh oh my gosh she's like with my <laughs> lanky arms and my lanky legs like i could really take off like we know oh my goodness speaking of flying was it was it georgina that said that uh about irena's look it was a moment that belonged on Lion King. Was that her? Yes. <laughs> yes. I died. Yes. <laughs> Somebody said something about, oh, yeah, there was, you know, it had this presence. So it had a moment on the runway. Like, no, the moment. That the <laughs> because that was Anna Camp. She's like, um, I would like to repeat what I said before <laughs> that I had an emotional moment when she spread her wings. And she's yes. like, oh, that moment. <laughs> Let me respond to that. Yeah. 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 Isaac will not be invited back to judge. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac says that um, Django's hat is out of Hello Dolly. Oh. Wow. And 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 okay. what's his name goes, which was a hit. <laughs> like, I expected I expected Isaac to vaporize him on the spot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, like, I mean, uh, <laughs> sorry. I feel like I always want someone to counter Isaac. I feel like yeah, we, we had that with, in Wendy Williams last week, mm-hmm. and then in this week we had a little bit of it with with mm-hmm. Reynolds, like a little bit. But I, I feel like someone just needs to be in there, just kind of like tap on Isaac, where he's just like, "Excuse me, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> Who are you?" I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah oh Uh, dude um but anything else before we move on uh just that i have to say that this uh this outfit of Alyssa's is giving us 
a lot of glow in the um, in the cleavage area. <laughs> yeah. You mean like, a bumper? I was kind of like you couldn't get really? it, you couldn't get in there to like dab her and powder her a little bit. <laughs> it's, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. It's looking a little schwitzy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, look like a very uh, yeah. It's like a very I don't know, like the mesh. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I heard someone talk about how Alyssa has been styled this entire time. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like, there's always something that's just a little off about it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> always, <laughs> oh, always, even when she's on theme. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. I would say her look last week was, was pretty amazing. Um, but yeah. All right. Let's get to those winners. So who wants to ask me? Really? Which was <laughs> <laughs> because we can only choose one winner and it's from my bracket mm. one of them the mm-hmm. <laughs> Malin, why don't we agree to this <laughs> I can't speak for you dear but I'm just desperate for attention <laughs> you know what I'm so glad that you guys are here for this momentous occasion in the history in the history of the workroom podcast never before has one person's entire bracket been mm-hmm. the top three until now. I'm so mad about this. <laughs> See, th- this is this is the part on Wild World of Sports where I would just go be getting a snack at that <laughs> moment. But but okay. <laughs> I'm all about those stats if they're in my favor. Oh, so <laughs> this is awful. My competitiveness is showing. Terribly now. So sorry, well, guys. Next week, it's okay. Oh my god! But for now, I'm going to just roll around in this. I'm just okay. So, mm-hmm. so who wants to ask me? Samelia. Oh, oh. me, uh, me. Oh, oh, okay, Ernest. Ernest. I mean, I mean, who won? Oh my god! I'm, I'm so confused. So, um, I will focus it on my bracket once again. Mm-hmm. And it was Anthony Ryan. Oh, Anthony Ryan. yeah! It was a toss-up between Anthony Ryan and Michelle, who's also on my bracket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was actually surprised Anthony Ryan won. Anyone else? I thought it was Michelle. No, I wasn't surprised. No, okay. I wasn't surprised either. I thought, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I okay. thought Michelle, her, I mean, the circular theme motif was, had kind of been done before. Mm-hmm. So uh, even though her materials were nicely avant garde and whatnot, um, I agree. I agree with the judges this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Good on him. Yes, and we get and we get the previously recorded thing once again yeah. when it's announced. 
that some yeah. that a version of it is going to show up at JC Penny, which is kind of frustrating because I really would wonder like what the heck the version I know. that was going to be at JC Penny of this was going to be right exactly. And this this would have been easy to make, not necessarily vinyl. Of course, they wouldn't do that, but they probably would make some like patent leather, right? Something, you know, like oh yeah, yeah, fun. Okay, and so Naylin, who goes home? (laughs) (laughs) So we should say who the bottom two were. It was between Sean and Django. Mm. So, and um, it is time to say goodbye. To um, our boy Django, Aww. our 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 darling Dutch boy, who has who in this moment moves completely on to the stage of acceptance. Yeah, he this totally is the does. fastest like transition through all the stages I've ever seen. It's but it's but they're all right there. I you know. can totally see him do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- you know, and I think you've named or you've helped name the title of this podcast episode, Nayland. Mm-hmm. And I'm calling it, at f- it was going to live on as guard your bracket. <laughs> yes. And I think now it it can move on to stages of avant grief. <laughs> stages oh, of avant grief no. is really awesome. good. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh. I mean, and that's the thing, right? Django mm-hmm. is like, um, he he really goes through it in this episode of like, clearly he's frustrated with being there. It's not working out. He's yeah. he's just not going to be able to do it. Um, and um, he, uh, you know, on the other hand, it's like when when you guys asked me why I had him on my bracket, mm-hmm. I was like entertainment value. And he did provide that, mm-hmm. you know, in all of his frustrations and, and frustrating behavior. Mm-hmm. He was like, at least there was something to sort of watch on television. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we love those. We love those folks who are here just for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm I mean even after this like I'm very curious about his season. Mhm. And um I you know I I think I've sort of went up and down with him as well going from like oh just you know Django is just infuriating. I'm done with it. He's so annoying into this where I'm just like oh I just feel just really Feel for feel for uh for Django, yeah. Um, but also kind of happy that he's being released from this mm, <laughs> at the same yes. time. Well, yeah. somebody's bracket is down to one person. Who's so that somebody? Yeah. Mm, so <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. So who who are you down? To now, Nalen, because you're talking about yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've got, you, I feel like you have an ultimate 
Dark Horse. Someone who, I don't know. I don't, I I feel like Bedell is, it's it's like make or break. He's, Mm -hmm. I think he's on the verge of getting really frustrated, um, you know, kind of skating by in the middle. So it's true. I, I kind of think that he's going to make a move. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bedell is one of the strongest on this season right now. And I mean, after this challenge, I almost feel like he'll be top three, if not, you know, take the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Absolutely. Wow. Well, I'm just happy to be in it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so humble, Nalen. Like no trash talking <laughs> at all. You know, great. <laughs> no, I mean, as I've said, I'm. It's not. It's. It's. You guys are the really competitive ones around about this. I'm like. I'm. Uh, you know, I I tend to like vote with my heart in it, and as many seasons of this as I've watched, I'm not very good at. Um, at predicting. Yeah, no, it's a tough one. I think this is, I, I, and again, I think Cynthia is someone else who I, you know, she's so incredibly skilled and I want, I have, I don't think she's going to make a move, but, but who knows? Maybe we just have not heard enough from her. I still think it's still kind of a toss up to be honest, but I, I think Bedell's a good person to make a bet on attitude wise and competitive mm-hmm. wise, like I think he's, he's his his brain is in it. So there's some people who are on the verge of being checked out a little bit. I think Sean's on the verge. Yikes! Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think Dimitri too. But Shoot. sorry, Samelia, they're all. Nalen, want to switch? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> nope. Because I know if I stick with Bedell, at least I'll get a free fanny pack out of there. <laughs> <laughs> he will totally make you one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, man. He he would totally do that. Oh man! But honestly, at this point, we can definitely see how every designer thinks, how yes. they operate. You can tell who's gonna make it. Yes, at this point, you can. Yeah, tell. yeah, definitely, definitely. So All we right. can maybe even add in another element to our uh, bracket, or you know, what 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 are you proposing? Like, you know, I mean, you know, if we say who's going to win and then we actually get it then that trumps everything i don't know (laughs) even if they're not on your bracket yeah that doesn't matter i think you're true this is this is your way of burrowing it on bedell samelia i feel like i just said it first so (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness um, oh, we, we can think about a little. Well, okay, well, sure, it. sure. Well, let, let's table that. Let's table that right. for a moment. Um, as we move on, <laughs> sure. I see what I, I see you, Samilia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. So before we say goodbye, um, Nalen, is there anything that you would like to share and remind people how to find you? Sure. Um, you can find me at. Um, www.nalandblake.net. Um, that's Nalen Blake, all one word. And um, if you look at that uh, website, you'll find 
um, links to my other social media presences and also um, my now page, which tells you what I'm up to right now, what I have going on. Um, and, uh, and the big thing is that um, on Thursday, I have a piece in a group show here uh, that's opening up at Matthew Mark's gallery. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's myself and two other, um, old friends of mine from San Francisco, um, Lutz Bacher and Vince Vecto. And so it's a great kind of like nineties, um, San Francisco reunion thing for the three of us. So it's, it's very sweet. Nice. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Cool. Yes. And my piece has a special guest star in it. So you'll have to find out about that later on. Wow. Is it there <laughs> the whole time or just at the opening? It's there the whole time. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, and Samelia. Yes. Anything to share? And then where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Textile Shop. And also through my website at or www.textileshop.com. And that's T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E-S-H-O-P. Great. And, um, of course, you can find me on social mediums at Erinez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. And on my website at erinezdavis.com. And, um... I also am in a show coming up. If anyone is in Rochester, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm back up there. I love Rochester. Just saying. Love New York up there. Um, and I'm um, in a show called Play Setting. And um, I'll put more info um, in the show notes about that as we get a little bit closer. But it opens on March 1st. So if anyone is in the Rochester or Western New York area, um, it'll be at the Yards Collective Yay. Cool. Fantastic. All right. Um, and again, of course, you can follow us on social mediums. Um, and we would love to hear from you. Please keep sharing your thoughts, your hilarious insights, um, any conspiracy theories. We're really into that as well. Any mm -hmm. inside info anyone has. And also um, things that you disagree with us about. We would just love to hear from you. Feel free to send us a note through Facebook, on Instagram. Um, we love getting DMs. We really, really, really love reading them. Mm -hmm. um, and so then... No, Any other special something? words that you know? We love building vocabulary, oh. as you can tell. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Any words that you would like to share with us, we... Um, we, we welcome them and mm -hmm. you know you have to send the definition as well because mm -hmm. otherwise you know how can we communicate with one another um these people didn't know what blot blurp was i had yeah. you know you just kind of <laughs> had to sit through my explanation of blot blurp um oh, and 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 volp so mm -hmm. let's keep that going <laughs> please all right so until next time um oh and before we go nailin such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Again. Always. <laughs> always. I love getting to hang out with you guys. It's so fun. So much fun. And of course, like listeners, we know that you get a kick out of Nalen. We all know that you love him so much, as do we. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
And so, yeah. And so till next week, um, we're, we're going to gear up for that. And um, like I said, I predicted the JC Penny Penny challenge, challenge, right? Mm -hmm. I called it. Mm. <laughs> you sure did. More successes yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah, let's just wait and see who's on top, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I still got a strong two, one and a half at least. <laughs> <laughs> Yours, we're all still in it, Amelia. Okay, it's just that you know we're some of us are in it more than others. It's fine. Oh, so we're, mm. oh, okay. Let, let oh me let's go before it gets too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> snack time, snack time. <laughs> all right, so all of us are going to be tuning in with our brackets in mind for the JC Penny Challenge, and that's what we'll be talking about next week. Mm-hmm. So until then, we'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Yay. Thank you.